Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number, some numbers, 812, I don't know if that's right. I'm going to say it's right, just move on. 812 of Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest running weekly pro wrestling podcast in history. 812 episodes, that means we're reaching year, what, 200 or something? I don't know, a lot of years. But what I do know is I'm Joe Negron, along with Executive Moonbeam Amy in Hello. the studio here, live. Hi. I Hi. didn't know when you were going to stop talking. I'll just keep talking. Live. Oh. Yes. So. Not dead. No. We're here. Yes, we are. We're doing this. Is Mr. Mutant Larry still king of the COVID? King, king of, of the COVID. COVID. King, king of, of the, the COVID. COVID. King of the COVID. Draco, king of the COVID dinosaurs. That's Larry. Yeah. Yeah, he still has the COVID. He has his good days, he has his bad days. He's doing awful. Don't don't get the COVID, everybody. His good days are still pretty bad, so <clears throat> Yeah, don't get the COVID. When he comes back, whenever year whatever year that is, he's gonna tell you don't get the COVID. Yeah, if you were on the fence. But I mean, we've seen it have pretty devastating effects for um some of our smart wrestling fan family, so I don't really want to make light not, of it. No, it I'm is not terrible. at all. Uh, we, it's not funny. It's one of those we laugh it's to keep gross. from crying yes. type situations. Yeah. Um, please be safe. Yeah. I tried to warn everybody before the holidays, and you see what happened. Look at the numbers. Hopefully none of our listeners did that. Right. Because I mean, our listeners have, are smarter than we have normal. smart, smart so, fans. Yeah. But. Smart COVID fans. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, uh, welcome. We'll talk about wrestling this week. It's a, you know, it's a slow week in wrestling because it's the holidays, but it wasn't like other years where they did recap shows. There were real shows yeah. on this week. Mm-hmm. And not, not terrible ones. I'd say some of them were even good. Yeah. So, um, so that's good. Uh, we'll talk about that and all the things. Um, this, okay, it doesn't sound like it now. The computer sounded like it was going to over going to overdrive yeah overclock drive i think in 2021 which is what in a few days mm-hmm. excuse me right unless i'm talking about the wrestler in WWE name 2021 that looks like a some kind of top or spaceship or something ufo oh yeah yeah, yeah. whirling dervish yes tornado man we're at what eight twelve? is that what you said yeah does my math so my math is not not my strong suit. oh boy what did you think but no 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 it's not what i think it's well it is what i think oh. but not the way that you suggested oh. like a retroactive thing but this is like a forward thinking mm-hmm. thing does that mean in 2021 we hit episode 1000 no my math is so bad 52 weeks a year so we had 52 oh we years. don't do them daily never mind no it's not daily. This is not the longest running daily pop wrestling. You know why? Because there aren't any. Oh my there aren't any. Even ones that claim to be daily, they really meant weekdays, or they really meant three days a week, or they really meant six days a week. None of that's daily. Daily is seven days a week. There is no such thing as that. So I didn't really feel at math as so much as I did at common sense. Oh my god, my face is so hot right now. I'm bright red. <laughs> well... Oh, octopus mask. I blame you for not being available this week. I think it is his fault. It is. We'll just blame him. <laughs> no, no, it's not his fault. It's not. It's not, but it is Larry's fault, so that's fine. I was um, too busy trying to add 800 to 300. I know you were. I could tell. 
Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so, well, that's good. That's uh, a good start to the show. Oh god. I have a samurai cola that's gonna fall over. It's like defective. It has a big bubble at the bottom. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> we're smart here. Cripes. We're not even drinking yet. I was gonna say, haven't even been drinking. So, um, what I was gonna say was. Oh, help support the show. Have your pet spayed or neutered. Goodbye, everybody. Yes. Yes. I was going to say... Um, I you was know, spayed or neutered over the... <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Last week. That's a good point. That happened. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well... We don't need to get into it. I don't want... Yeah. I have fewer parts inside my body as I did yeah. two weeks ago. Well, that's what happens... When you get old, is that what you were going to say? No, as as life goes on for any human being. That's an age thing. Well, wow. He just called me no, I old didn't. and math stupid. No. Wow. You you might have said that. I didn't know. I would never say that. But I do want to tell people that um yeah, we're the longest running weekly podcast, not daily. Um <laughs> if you'd like daily, press 1. If you'd uh, not like daily, press 2. So People would like daily. We'd have to get paid a lot more. So here's oh, the thing. God, if you go yeah. to patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan and everybody chips in and we get to like. A million dollars. No. Two million dollars. Five thousand dollars a month. Oh, oh okay. We're, we're very low. We'd have to get like a lot of people for that. If we got that, we'd do the show. Still wouldn't do it daily. But I do it a lot of days though. Also, his we definition of we is definitely well, I mean, changing. Me, you know. Yeah. But anyway, my point is this. Um, uh, you can help us out at smartwrestlingfan.com. A lot of ways you can help out the show. Become a patron, get extra, all that stuff. Um, but what uh, in 2021, I think, which is in a few days, I think I'm going to do another... Um, can you believe the last time we needed... Um, Remember when the computer for the show broke mm-hmm. and it just became outdated and like it wouldn't work with Flash anymore, it wouldn't work with this, it wouldn't work with that, right. Audio Hijack didn't work anymore, all those things broke. Um, and we had to do, do you believe that in, in a few days, that'll be nine years ago? I have no concept of time, It was 2012 clearly, holy cow, when we had yeah. the computer drive on this show. And we're talking 2021. My kid so was six. Yeah. We we're almost a decade Away from when we ask for that. Yeah, so I think it's time. in computer terms, this computer's old. And I love this computer. But when we first started, like when we first hijacked all the audio and started, like it sounded like it wanted to die. It's like the yeah. fans were cranking. And I love it, but I know it only has, you know. It probably has a lot of life left, but not a lot of quality of life left. And that's just it, right. It could have a lot of life left for, like, watching Netflix or something. But as far as doing shows go, um, you know, we're going to need something a little bit better. Bigger hard drive, all that stuff. Faster, more modern. Nine nine years. It might be close to, like, hospice care. Well, the thing is, computers, what, in human years are supposed to be like, it's supposed to be, like, worse than dog years. It's, like, nine, nine years for every year or whatever, so... Yeah. Um, no, That's it's supposed to be like, no, it's supposed to be like thirteen or something like that. It's every five years you're supposed to replace it if possible. But right. we're on almost a decade. Well, so if anyone wants to get a head start on that, go to smartwrestlingfan.com. Um, at the bottom of the page, PayPal link. You can donate and just put in the notes somewhere. You know, computer fund, and then we'll just give a tally every week as to where we're at. And then, 
Yeah, that's a you good know, idea. We'll do that. We and then in 2021, that. we'll get a nice new uh, show computer. That'd be cool. And we'll be all fancy. Yeah. So that's that. I just wanted to tell people about that because, again, I love it. I hate having to replace it. It seems like just yesterday that we did this, but it was right. it was 2012. So. Wow. It's insane to think about that. Uh, but anyway, so um, yeah, we're going to talk about wrestling and stuff. And like I said, there was no pay-per-views. It's a slow kind of wrestling week where it's just, you know, regular old wrestling shows. We're going to start with the news and then we're going to be sad. But we're, yep. let me do the ratings first okay. um, before anything else. Because um, the ratings are a little nutty. I don't even understand them, but we'll, we'll try to understand them. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so... We could talk about it too during the affected show. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But we'll we'll talk about it both. Um, yeah. Here, first of all, last week's Monday Night Raw scored one point six nine million viewers. I usually don't don't do the uh, the the rounding here. I try and be more accurate. But um, no, I lie. I always do the rounding. But I didn't say one point seven million viewers because they didn't get that and they don't deserve that number. We round um, down, not up. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's up from their lowest record low of all time, and that's you know whatever. That's what it is. Um, SmackDown Live was the anomaly. This time it was uh, SmackDown Live on Fox. Now, if I remember, last week was on FS1, and they only managed to score a million viewers, which is still more than I thought. Right. Their normal rating is around 2.1 million. Mm -hmm. For some reason, on a holiday, SmackDown Live on Fox, Christmas Day, 3.3 million viewers in the overnights. Now, this might not be a final number. We're going to find out the final number this week, but the final number is probably not that far off. That's insane. How? When's the last time any WWE product hit the threes? Um, when SmackDown debuted on Fox. Okay, so it was relatively recently. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, I don't yeah. even know. Years ago on Raw. That's insane. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, three point three million. It it does make sense though. There was an NFL lead in, mm -hmm. so people were watching football on Christmas Day or watching whatever they were mm -hmm. watching, and they left the TV on. Yeah, it started <laughs> with a big match, and they didn't turn it off. They probably were drunk on eggnog and other things. So they oh, I forgot to drink the eggnog. New Year's. That's what New Year's is for. But um, in all seriousness, though. There's a lot of reasons why I could see this number being right. Although mm -hmm. at first glance, I went, that can't be right. Right. Correct. So the skeptic in me said that that's impossible. But then once we watched SmackDown, I was like, oh, maybe, this makes sense. Maybe yeah. it was real. And SmackDown, I thought was a good show. But mm -hmm. we'll talk about that. Then a yeah. bit. Um, AEW versus NXT numbers. Um, AEW had 775,000 and NXT had... 698,000. So they're both down a little bit. Well, NXT's down a lot, but yeah, eh, whatever. That's around normal for NXT. Right. So, oh, I don't want to talk about this, but we have to. Um, here's the news, everybody. Unfortunately, um, at Brody Lee, you might know him as Luke Harper, um, has passed away at age 41. And you might say, wait, what? What? Or, who? Really? Yeah. And it's a shock. And I'm going to read the, the statement from AEW. Here's what they said. They said, The All Elite Wrestling Family is heartbroken in an industry filled with good people. John Huber, not Huber, um, was exceptionally respected and beloved in, beloved 
in every way. A fierce and captivating talent, a thoughtful mentor, and simply a very kind soul that starkly contradicted his persona as Brody Lee. John's love for his wife, Amanda, and children, Brody and Norman, he actually named one of his kids Brody, Yeah. yeah, was evident to all of us who were fortunate enough to spend time with him. We send our love and support to his beautiful family today and always. John's popularity among his peers and influence on the wrestling world was worldwide and transcended AEW, so this loss will be felt by many for a long time. We were privileged at AEW to call John Huber a brother, friend, and one of our own. This is just out of nowhere. This was the day after Christmas. All of a sudden, yeah, we look online and AEW is talking about how how Brody Lee died, and we're like, wait, what? And it was not COVID, but it was some sort of lung problem. I guess what happened was back in back in October or so, September, October. Um, he, if you remember, he lost the TNT title, right. Back to Cody, I believe, right? And then he was supposed to stay home for a while. And unfortunately, he started using his his exercise equipment at home and couldn't do it. So he went to the uh, doctor and they said, yeah, there's something wrong with your lungs and... Uh, I don't know specifically what it is. They have his wife didn't say, and there's no, you know, no real thing given. But yeah, whatever it was was really bad. And that that if you were on Twitter at all, yeah, search his name because the the comments, the tweets that other wrestlers have said about him, yeah, aren't the standard oh he was a great guy no it's people telling these deeply personal stories and i it's it's amazing to me because he you know i i'm not i'm not ever really one of these people who looks at a celebrity and says oh he seems like a genuinely good guy right and if not for these stories i I might not even say it now but that's just just it some of these things Yeah. yeah that people are saying about how biggie is saying that that Brody Lee cried with him when uh, yep. uh, George um, Mayweather was was, was May- Mayweather. Am I, in my, what are you talking about? When when oh gosh, I shouldn't have even gone to this if I couldn't remember the actual name. But um, when Floyd George Floyd, yes, yes, George Floyd. Thank you. There's a lot of names because it, it's Floyd Mayweather. So no, I know. It's how I, I got confused. I, got and I feel horrible. No, no. no. Um, it's, it's, when he died, how they they cried together. And, yeah. Um, Bray's tribute to him was uh, amazingly personal. It was on Instagram. Oh, I think yeah. just a long story about how they had these plans for, um, for the rest of their lives and as yep. best friends and right you know, and even wrestling stories that they'd meet up again and there would be. A- you know, the, the, it was going to, you know, uh, yeah. And every, everyone seems to have a story about him or a thing about him or about how good he was with his family. And it's sad because 2020 was also the year Chad Gaspard died. Yes. And it's same thing. We heard about him mm-hmm. was, oh, he was this big family guy. And so it's, yeah, it's really depressing. And 41 years old is ridiculous yeah. and not right. Um uh it's 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 bad news. And again, I'm shocked that it wasn't COVID. Yeah. But 
you know, I, these these things can happen, and it's oh yeah, it's awful. It was just a, it was just a, the biggest surprise to hear on the weekend. I saw an ABC Seven article that was was on this subject, and you know they had said um, professional wrestler yeah. John Huber, formerly known as, known as blah blah blah. Um, died from a lung-related illness, yeah. and then in parentheses it said not COVID. Right. And people in that that comment section, which I don't know why I go and read the comment you section anywhere, that. it yeah. always makes me so mad. Mm-hmm. I was like, why are you going to make it political? Which that wow. one I ignored, but yeah, the other ones, well, why you just have to put COVID in there to bring ratings up? Well, no. no. When you talk about someone dying from a lung-related the illness in 2020, is COVID? You have to kind of say that it's not that. You have to. Because you either say it's cancer or it's COVID, but you don't say it's lungs question mark. So, yeah, yeah. I know people are just horrible, but um, yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough thing. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, Because we haven't had, you know, it's not like we've had a million young wrestler deaths lately and usually it's because of something else. Yes. Um, but still you never get used to it. It's just, it's just a thing that happens and it really, really sucks. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll get more information on this as, as we go along. Um, there's so many monsters out there that, you know, can be taken away from us. And oh, the I, monsters it's like not even that and high. Yeah. But yeah, those guys live forever. But it's, the nice people, yeah. you know, 41 he was, it's really depressing. Um, but in other AEW news, uh, Trent Beretta, or also known as just Trent, uh, suffered a pec tear. He's oh. going to be out for months. So this yeah. whole Miro story, this whole thing, yeah, that's got to be put on ice. So yeah. That's, like along, his pec. Along with his pec. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's sad. So, ugh. but I mean, at least that's a three-man group with yes. the best friends and Orange Cassidy. So you could still do, do tag team matches. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. But whatever they had planned has to change now. Um, but I'm sure AEW announced something for, um, Brody Lee for, for Wednesday's show, uh, this okay. week. So we'll, we'll see what they're going to do about that. I'm curious, you know, I'm curious to see what they do. Yeah. Um, but okay. Let's talk about other, let's talk about the AEWs and all the stuffs. Okay. And, um, yeah, we'll start with the. Because this is the big three weeks of AEW holiday shows. So we have the holiday bash of AEW. That was this past week. Then we have New Year's Smash. And then New Year's Smash 2. I forget if that's really what it's called. I think that's right. But holiday bash, this was on Wednesday. New Year Dash. New Year Dash is New Japan. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have that. Excuse me, New Year Bash. New Year Crash. That's Crash New, New Bandicoot. Year Flash, as if Larry's feeling better. Wow. You're right. Goes out on a little spree. Yeah. Wow. I feel bad for Larry. He's, I do, too, which is very hard for me to I say. I know. He's he's not doing so great. But, you know, he has his great days, and he has his horrible days, and he has his good days, and then he has his the horrendous days. It's not good. Let me just state something. Don't get COVID. Break kayfabe or the yeah, as Larry wall would say. or yeah. what, whatever Larry it that. is. Yeah. Larry is one of my best friends. Yeah. He's he's a, he's our greatest pal. 
he's, you know, I have a lot of best friends. He's pretty low on that list, <laughs> but he's one of them. Yeah, he's on the list. He's on, he's on the list. And he just made the you know, list. He's, yeah, he just, I mean, just Barely. made the list. Um, and I give him a lot of flack. Um, it's not just for the show. I give him a lot of flack in text messages. I give him a lot of flack anytime I can, but he's suffering and I feel bad. And uh, if he weren't an idiot, this wouldn't have happened. And I stand by that. But it's, that's par- only part of it. It's only part if of it. If he wasn't an idiot and his work was an idiot. in the COVID caves. Okay, but that wasn't how he got it, though. Oh, okay. Well, still... Um, I blame his work for this one. Out of all the people I know personally, if I had to pick the one who would get COVID, it was Larry. Oh, he, it was an, he would say every day almost, or yeah. once a week at least, he would say, um, yeah, I know I'm going to get it anyway. Yeah. And then he'd always say he had already. He'd always say that. He said, like, remember when I was sleeping so much back in March or April or whatever? Yeah. And I was like, you didn't have it. Yeah, now he knows he didn't have it. Right, so... Now he knows the difference. I just want him to feel better. Yeah. Yeah. He's also a moron. Well, you can only do so much, so... But he's like the hooker with the heart of gold, so... The sad thing is Larry has missed some of the best wrestling and story arcs and moments and stuff from AEW and all these things for the last few weeks, and it's very sad that this is the time... (laughs) And this I'm pretty sure, even more importantly than that... He got worked to death into COVID. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was too ill to go out and buy his Christmas presents. That's right. Nothing showed up. We sent him baskets and baskets yeah. and baskets of things. Baskets and, of fruit. Uh-huh. Baskets of crates. Yep. We didn't send him anything. Um, and <laughs> this year, don't need to celebrate Jack squat. No, I didn't send Joe basket doesn't, anything either. No, it doesn't matter. This year's, you know, throw it away. Just throw it in the garbage. It's fine. Um, okay, moving on. That's fine. AEW, MJF, and Jericho with Hager, Jake Hager. They come out. They're going to wrestle Top Flight. And it's this tag match to open the show. What a great opening match. Yes. Um, top Flight. Now, I have to compare these teams because they showed up around the same time. Mm-hmm. But Top Flight is so much better than the Acclaimed. The Acclaimed, which we're going to talk about later in the show, seems like all gimmicks. It's all just gimmicks. Mm-hmm. And Top Flight, they even mentioned they studied Rock and Roll Express, which of course they did, because if you're going to study the Young Bucks, you're also going to study the Rock and Roll Express. Right. But it explains a lot, and they're, they're, the way they tag in and out, the way they break up pins, the way they, they think a lot about what they're doing. And yes. they're, the one of them is like 19 years old. These, these young kids are only going to get better, whereas with the Acclaimed, they seem more like guys that would be in wwe to me like a lot yeah like i don't know they just seem like that and i'm not saying that's not bad good or bad no they're not bad but i don't see the potential in them the way they do in top the way i do in top flight right so we'll see um but top flight is doing moves from other teams they also they also steal from the world's greatest tag team which is awesome they do that leapfrog um, hop on the guy on hanging from the ropes move right. with uh, Benjamin Haas. Of course, this match has a million spots of cheating. Hager cheats again. Heat Seeker, that's the, the weird DDT thing on the ropes or pile driver, whatever you want to call it, by MJF. And MJF and Jericho win, but they had to cheat a lot to even beat Top Flight. But... They go to the ring to talk. Hager wants to talk. And JR is worried about how it's 45 degrees out and Hager's not wearing socks. Hey, the other guys are in their underwear, idiot. But so the just, guy is in their underwear running around. 
he's worried about Jake Hager, like because that's his Oklahoma boy. I know it's really stupid, but it all also is stupid. That it's really Hager's wearing no socks. But Hager cuts a promo, and I like this promo. He's like, "Hey, Wardlow, where are you? You're at home. You're not here doing your job." He calls Wardlow an asset and an a hole. So that was a great line. Yeah. But he says, and you know what? I talked to TK and he made the match for next week. So it's going to be me against you. So Hager versus Wardlow for next week. And Jericho and MJF are looking at each other like, what the F? We just said <laughs> that this this faction has to get along and now we're right. doing this. Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll see what happens there. Um, the Acclaimed do a music video called Buck Hunt. And I like this a <laughs> it's lot. It's actually funny. They keep it short. The jokes are It's not quick. vulgar. No, it's not some inappropriate bullcrap. It's just funny. It's about the Young Bucks, and it's over. And that's good. So they announce, yes, it is the Young Bucks against the Acclaim tonight. Also, Sheeta's going to be in action. Also, we're going to find out the wedding date for Kip and Penelope. Also... They should just elope. They should. Penelope elope. They should. Um, Jurassic Express are going to wrestle the Dark Order, and then... Evil Uno goes against Gold Dust, or as my notes say, Gold Yay. Hmm. I don't know why it says that. And then Pack versus Butcher. So there's a lot of stuff tonight. Yeah. And also an interview with Sting, and that's now. So Tony's in the ring to interview Sting, and then there's it's Snowstorm Edition Sting, and he comes out. But he talks about how he's back in the jungle. Back in the jungle. Is it snowing in the jungle? I don't know. That's weird. But but my son was not watching. He was in the dining room eating something. Yeah. And he turns to me and he went, how many times is he going to talk about the jungle? He I said, I have no idea. He won't stop saying the word jungle while it's snowing. It it's, doesn't make sense. <laughs> but anyway, Tony's like, listen, we need to know. Well, Sting, why are you here? You talk about why you're not here. He said, you're not here for Cody. But Darby's in the stands. Is it about Darby? What is it? So Sting's like, well, I can't answer that really like in a few words. So I'm going to do a little time traveling. See, I was watching wrestling behind the curtain with Dusty Rhodes. And Sting has the best Dusty impression. Oh, it's so good. And that's what happens when you actually are around a human being on a daily basis like that for decades. Right. When you're just living that with them basically at work. Um, you're going to pick that up and it's not going to be some caricature. It's going to be the real impression. Yeah. Um, so he said, I saw, I, I was friends with Dusty and then I saw Cody in AEW. So I, so I wanted to come to AEW because I saw Cody and I couldn't stay away. You just said Cody wasn't, wasn't the reason. But maybe now that's he, part of it. Maybe when he's last time he was talking about Cody wasn't, him, Cody as an opponent wasn't the reason, but Cody as the person I understand, the reason. but Tony even asked him now. And he even said, so you're not here for Cody. And he's like, well, I couldn't stay away because Cody was here. So whatever. Yeah, but know. anyway, it doesn't matter. I just hope they have a reason for this and Sting just doesn't string everybody along because this is string Yeah, every week because the ratings, his ratings peak or pop or whatever, it's done. Yeah. That's it. Now we're back to normal. He does not affect ratings at this point. No. So you got to do something. If he's not in an active storyline, then I don't care what he's doing. But that's just it. He is. They're just not telling us what it is. And that's not, you know, you cannot, you can only keep that going for so long. Um, but he's here. He says, oh, but that Darby up there in the stands, he's, and he's about to say something about Darby, but Team Taz comes out to interrupt. And Taz buries Sting right away. So he's sick yeah. of Sting already. And 
that's it. So they're about to attack. They're about to attack the, the um, sting, sting in the ring. But the lights go out and Darby teleports to the ring. So he has teleportation powers. I didn't right. know them. And Taz says January 6th, it's Darby Allen versus the machine they call Cage Man for the TNT title. Okay, that's fine. But Cage doesn't want to wait. He's like, no, I don't want to wait. And then we just go to break. Don't, listen, don't lie to the fans, Cage. <laughs> right. You can do it non-verbally and start walking to the ring and have commentators say he doesn't want to wait. You should never say, I don't want to wait. That makes it sound like the match is going to be now. And then you're just full of it and you're just going to go backstage. So don't do that. Whatever. He's not listening to the show. MJF goes into catering to talk to Santana and Ortiz. Oh, my God. Think about this. This was recorded before the whole... If they're going to be this somber for a real-life thing with MJF's jerk character with this segment, I can only imagine what Wednesday's show is going to be like. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because MJF goes into catering. He talks to Santana and Ortiz, and he's like, hey... Santana, I know we both lost family members recently, and it's horrible. And it's an actual moment, and there's no, like, angle, and there's no any. It's just, like, this Mm -hmm. sad moment where you actually like MJF, and you feel bad. Yeah, it was was strange that it was something that they recorded. Yeah. Um, But it was as real as you can get, so... And I don't know if that means that those characters are all now going to be they're buddy, gonna be buddy, a tight knit group right yeah. within the inner circle. Correct. Right. I think that's what that was. And that push, pushes Sammy further out. Excuse me. Yeah, and maybe even Jericho. So yeah, that yeah. that could be. Uh, Dark Order come out to the ring. It's a six man tag match. It's Colt five and Dime. That's Dark Order number five. Dark Order number ten <laughs> versus Jurassic Express. Now, the commentators are talking about. What's up with the numbers for the Dark Order? And they start to yeah. explain it. And they're like, well, that's the order of the, the people, like when they got to be in the Dark Order. And I start mathing it and I'm like, this is, that doesn't seem right. Wait a minute. So, okay, maybe I'm dumb. And maybe I didn't realize that Evil Uno is number one because he's Uno. Right. Because here's how I think of him as when I knew him as a different person back in the what I call the, um, what do I call it? Not the old days. Old home week. No. Um, oh my God, I forget what I call it. B.A. Anyway, before Amy. Back in the, yeah, but I call it something else though. I call it. The, the bad old days. The bad old days. But anyway, um, when I knew him, he was player Uno and he would wear a power glove in the ring and he was a Nintendo type character. So all he was was basically... He was player one, so that was different. Right. So when he came in as player Uno and then evil Uno, I don't know. So old crew, that's what I call it. Back oh. with the old crew. Gotcha. That's it. So I like BA better. I do too, but old crew is what I always used to say. But um, so this is um, you know, old old crew Uno, they're trying to explain the numbers and I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Okay, so that means that Uno would be number one, Grayson would be number two. But they don't then, call him. But that. then I start fall it starts falling apart because if aren't weren't so weren't the Foyle brothers three and four, I thought. I don't know. And if that's the case, 
they were brought into the group when there was already a hundred Dark Order goons running around. And there has and to be that, almost a hundred because Anna Jay is 99. Exactly. And then, and then all this aside, then they want Goldust to be seven, <laughs> but that's impossible. So no, not, they could have held that stupid. spot. They could have held that sense. spot for him. I know. As a WCW joke? Yeah. Probably. I don't know. It is all dumb. But anyway, this isn't, um, what's it called? This isn't, uh, the NWO where, X-Pac was named six because he was the sixth member and also one, two, three, kid equal one plus two plus three equals six. It's not like that. This is just some, it seems very arbitrary and ridiculous. Anyway, back to the match. It's a very exciting match. We haven't seen Jurassic Express nearly enough on AEW TV. So you'd have to watch Dark a lot to even, um, to even see them. But it's the, uh, they're wrestling, Jurassic Express is wrestling the Woolworths team. So Jurassic Express wins. Yes. So what do you expect? Tony goes into the ring for an interview, but FTR on the Tron to interrupt before Marco Stunt could say more than two words. And here's Tully. January 6th, uh, you prove um, I'm going to have to go to the 80s. He forgets all his lines. Like, remember when it was that brush with glory, whatever it was called? Yeah. Whatever it was... He doesn't remember. No, he doesn't. Like, they tell him what to say, and then we're live, pal, and then he doesn't know what to do. So, apparently, there's an FTR versus Jurassic, Jurassic Express match on January 6th. Okay. Even though Tully did not make that very clear at no. all. And, basically, he said he's going to beat up Marco Stunt. If so, Marco Stunt if he interferes. Has yeah. yeah. Which... Which enrages Marco Stunt so much that they have to hold him back in the ring. Which is stupid, because you don't know where they are on the Tron. Like, you don't know if they're oh, in the back course. or in someone's yeah. home. Um, but just the, I'm going to beat you up if you interfere, should not be something that makes you so mad. Did he make a height it, joke or something? He no, I don't think so. I thought he did. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe. No, but I think really sure. also that Marco Stunt should be used to that. Yeah. Uh, Marvez is backstage, and he finds... Oh, no, he's somewhere else. He's at a hotel, and he finds Kenny Omega and Don Callis... And Don's furious still, and he's like, I hate when wrestlers try to make matches. And he does a Pac impression, but he keeps calling him Pac. I hate that. Just yeah. stop. It's not Pac. It's not Pac. What if I called you Dune Callus? Hey, it's Dune. Look. I think he might be doing it on purpose, though. Eddie Kingston does it on purpose. Don Callis doesn't. Okay. I don't. I think he just is, doesn't know what he's talking about. Kenny says, Phoenix. I call him Douche Callis. Well, that's fair. Kenny says that Phoenix always chokes. So he choked in AAA. He choked in the tournament thing and other ways. Yes. Um, 99 others or something. But maybe Impact would take him back. And Don says, no, we we don't want him. (laughs) He's fragile. We don't really want a guy like that. Now the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny, and the Candlestick Maker, and all those people come out. Um, It is Butcher against Pac. That's your match. Eddie Kingston's on commentary. This was awesome. He is so good. He, he's he's really good. Um, he says to Tony Schiavone, because they're doing this whole angle where he hates Tony, and Tony doesn't really like Eddie, and they're not friends and whatever. So he does this thing, and he looks at Tony and says, why are you the way you are? Like <laughs> Michael Scott. And I thought, oh, that's funny. He did a Michael Scott. And that's whatever. Or maybe that's just a common phrase. But then Penta... Uh, comes out with Pac 
if I didn't mention that, but Phoenix is away training. Mm-hmm. So, also, why is Butcher pink? He looks and then I realized very sunburned. Blade is pink too, and it's not the TV because everyone else looks like their normal color they normally are. It's like they fell asleep this, sunbathing and then woke up and then flipped on their backs and then fell asleep sunbathing. I bet they did. Yeah. But it's real weird to see. Yeah. Like they lost a bet. I'm like, no, no, you have to go in there on sunburn mode in the tanning booth or something. Like, I'm surprised there weren't more chops in the match. Yes. But now Eddie Kingston says what I was expecting. And he says that Tony Schiavone, he's like, you're like my Toby. So, <laughs> yes, that is what, why are you the way you are is what, what Michael Scott says to Toby on The Office. So, yes, now we're getting The Office on commentary from yes. Eddie Kingston World's on AEW. So this is all worlds colliding and you know I love it. So um, Butcher does, okay, Butcher's standing in the ring ready to hurt Pack for like 30 seconds while Eddie is on commentary screaming into the ring. Well, hurry up, hurry up, hurry yeah, up. Yeah, so weird. And they're waiting for something. I don't know why they wouldn't edit this. Yeah. They could have fixed this. But Lance Archer comes out eventually. I think he was just late on his cue. He was pooping. I think he was supposed to wait for Eddie to give him the cue, and he didn't get what Eddie was getting at. Oh. I think that's what it was. But somebody should have told him, get get out there. But anyway, Lance Archer rushes out, and then in the ring, he attacks and stuff and does things, and Black Arrow Pack wins the match. And the question is, can Lance Archer and Pack get along when they both hate Eddie and his his goons? Right. it's weird to see Eddie just with Butcher and Blade, and like that's it. Like, yeah, it seems like. But doing know. so well at just that. Oh, it's great doing so well by himself. Yeah, but it's just I don't know. It's weird. Okay, now Jade Cargill is on the screen. First of all, is she drunk? Because maybe I, she says <laughs> she's trying to say about Brandy that Brandy can't wrestle anymore because she's having a baby. How convenient! But she says how convenient. This is the new business that attend. How convia. What is that? That's no one says that. That's not an accent. That's not anything. That's just she's drunk. I don't know what else to say. But she calls out Brandy. What? You be- and then she says, You better find me an opponent. Yeah. I don't understand any of this. She talks about Shaq. So wait, now Shaq doesn't want to wrestle Cody, and they were gonna do this to like back up Brandy against Jade. That match can't happen for right. at least a year because Brandy's having a baby. Does Brandy have the most start and stop storylines in the history of AEW? Maybe. I think I can't think of anyone else. It's a short else. history, so yes, probably. Yeah. She's the only one where she'll start a story and then something happens, I get rid of it. And then yeah. start another story. I can't do it because I'm not a voodoo magic person. Start another thing. I'm not really a heel in my face. Start another thing. I can't have that feud. I'm having a baby. I'd rather have her do all of that than carry out stupid plans. The voodoo thing, I was glad they killed off. Yeah. My God. Whatever happened to Kong? She was part of that. And then she she said, oh, I'm too hurt. I have to go to Hollywood to do more glow. Yeah. And then they're like, glow's canceled. I'm very surprised that Kong hasn't just completely ruined her reputation in wrestling. Well, to we the all point know where she can't be booked. Again. Yeah, she's she's yeah wasn't trustworthy in the past, but um, regardless of whatever horrible things happened or not, nothing happened. We don't really ever. We never found right. out. Um, but how can VR? Yeah, very can VR. Um, t- 
Tony in the ring to interview Miro, Kip Sabian, and Penelope to announce the wedding date. They're going to say it. They're like, okay, here we go. It's the wedding date. And they look at the Tron. And no, the best friends theme happens. And they're like, oh. And then they're like, ha, ha, ha. We're just kidding. They can't come out because look. And we cut to the parking lot and the best friends are actually dead. They killed Trent apparently earlier. Yeah. And that's how they're going to explain the torn peck and get rid of him. And he gets taken away in an ambulance. And we go back to the ring. And Miro and Kip announce that beach break, the... I guess that's an episode of Dynamite Beach Break, February third. That's the wedding. So, okay. Because we don't break really isn't... care about this so much. I, I don't care because it's characters I'm not really invested in right now. Yeah, that's the thing. But whenever there's a TV wedding or something, it's always interesting or something's going to happen. Right. So, and it'll get good ratings. So, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It depends how they build it. But um. Yeah, Art in the Ring, Evil Uno versus Dustin Rhodes with Big Shoddy Lee Johnson. Still don't understand that name. Um, this match exists. I don't care. It's 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 almost like the, like Dustin's wrestling a like a slower version version of himself, even though he's younger. <laughs> I don't really. I don't know. Uh, Bulldog Dustin wins. So the last time Dustin won with the Bulldog, it looked like a botch. This time it's the real finish. So I don't really understand. Hmm. Uno begs Dustin to join and says, "No, you're gonna join us. You're gonna do it." And he pretends to join, and then he attacks Uno. Right. Tricked him. And then Stu Grayson comes out and kills Dustin. And then QT, or my notes say AT Marshall, comes out for the save. But he gets killed too. And so it's up to Shoddy Lee to save the team. So let's talk about... um... Big Shoddy Lee? No, I heard the name of the faction. Why am I like this? The Dark Order? The Dark Order, yes, the Dark Order. Yes. So with with Brody Lee unfortunately gone, does Evil Uno become the leader? Do they not have a leader? Do they um, find someone else to be the leader? Do they I dissolve the group? I think on a long enough time, no, because the group was before Brody Lee came in. If the group was, was made, it was the group before he came in, but there was always theorized that there was this leader. Yes, but the point is, if the, if it had been Brody Lee's group, you might want to keep it around and honor it or whatever. But because it was around before him, I don't think you would want to dissolve it. I mean, you could do anything. You could right. sure you could dissolve it, but then you have to come up with stories for all those wrestlers that were in the mask. That's group. Like, very true. That's going to be really difficult. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Maybe this is where you where you give it, you know, its thing. You have a memorial thing. You you let it go through, and then you do what Brody Lee would have wanted, which is they want Hangman Page to be the the like the okay. leader or whatever. Okay. And then he doesn't want to do it, but then he accepts it because of whatever obligation. Or, no. There's things you can do. So. There was a uh, a tweet that went around. It was a picture of Hangman Adam Page doing like a two and a half hour, I don't know if it was a podcast or interview. I don't know what oh. it was. And maybe he was in a hotel to, hotel, hotel room. I'm I not sure. Yeah. But he's lying on the bed and he's fully clothed with his Western shirt and his jeans. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he's looking the way he does, which is good. But he, and every man and woman I've ever seen on Twitter were yeah. just like drooling over this picture. I didn't see this. Okay. But my big problem with it was he had his cowboy boots on 
while he was on top of the bed and they were on the pillow. Oh, he's disgusting. And I'm like, that's just so gross. Well, then he's not somebody you want to hang around with. That's pretty bad. Yeah, like if if I needed to like frame that picture, I would crop those boots right on out. That's how you get you get COVID on your boots yeah. and then you get it on your pillow and it wipes right on your face. Because otherwise it's a very good, good picture. But that, oh. I'm going to try to find it to show Joe because okay. that makes for great podcasting. Yeah, it's but, really good. Um, okay, no. go ahead. I just had to say that. Now now we go back to, they just talked about Seven and how he did the fake angle where he's like, I don't want to do this character in WCW. And they tried to make it like a shoot. Mm-hmm. So now they're doing that. They're repeating that. Tony's backstage interview, Sean Spears. And Spears says, listen, I bet on myself I left New York, meaning WWE, because the grass is always greener. But I come here and it's exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And there's a glass ceiling and I can't get anywhere. And I blame Cody and TK for that and all the executives. He's like, but I'm not going to go down the same path. And Tony interrupts him and says, listen, did you ever think maybe the problem is you? <laughs> and Spears is like, yeah, I thought about that. But no. It's, it's it could, but it's not me. It could be, but it's not me. But we'll see. And and I'm gonna leave. And I guess he quits because he's like, yeah, I, yeah like treat I'm, me better, or I'm I'm not yeah. coming back. So the the what you want to do with this is you want to put this guy in impact or something, and have him elevated very quickly. Oh, okay. I mean, that's what I'd do. But again, no idea what they're gonna do in this company, but. I mean, that's what I'd do. I'd and say then, just let him leave. And then blame AEW. And then have AEW say, well, yeah, because you're a medium fish in a very tiny pond or whatever, <laughs> and make him look like an idiot or whatever. I mean, there's ways you can do this. But um, yeah, that's one of them. You're too obs- obsessed and distracted by this picture finding, which does not enhance the podcast. I have been listening and I have been responding. You have? Yeah. But you're you're doom scrolling or whatever Okay, I'm not called. doom scrolling because I'm not looking for bad news. I'm looking <laughs> for a picture of Adam Page in scroll. his boots, so um, I'll stop. No, that's okay. I just want to say doom scroll. Dasha interviews <sighs> Sheeta. Yes. And during the interview, Abaddon just runs in and attacks for like one second, but doesn't do any damage at all. And Nakazawa, poor guy, is demoted to pull apart guy. <laughs> That's what you, what happens when is you that, make Evan Bourne <laughs> break his neck. That's true. That's true. I, did, did Kenny just bring Nakazawa in as like a pity move? Is that what this is? I don't know. I say yes. I don't know. I'm a little annoyed with... With who? Kenny, Kenny Omega. Wait, what did he do? Because he just abandoned um, Kushida. Not Kushida. Oh, my God. He abandoned uh, Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi. He abandoned Riho. Yeah. He abandoned... Well, Riho might have abandoned him, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, And na- he abandoned Nakazawa. Yeah, yeah. he kind of did. I don't know. And he, he abandoned b- wanting the tag titles in New Japan. He abandoned... Wanting to make the women's division better in AEW. And he didn't. Every week he tries to. But he's right. now he's busier than he ever was. Yeah. So I don't know if he's the guy to be focusing on that right now. Maybe you maybe you hand that off to somebody. Yeah. Because it seems like it's and it's not I know it's not an afterthought, but it sure seems like it's one. Yeah. But yes. Um just tell people you've been on a lot of um different uh rotating medications and just had major surgery because people are going to be like is there something wrong (laughs) so they need to know 
that this is not a normal thing. <laughs> yes, I'm, I don't. I know I normally get things mixed up like a little bit, but yes. not like I know wrestlers' names. <laughs> I know yes. Kushida. Well, you know instantly, right away, Bushi, that it was wrong. Right, yeah. are different people because uh, yeah. I'm not a horrible racist. Yes. I know George Floyd. Um, well, that's but, yeah. That one George was awful. George Floyd Mayweather. That's that's a that's a train there. That's a right. Thought. Yeah, so, that one that one will be done with the show, and I'll probably cry over that one because that that's very upsetting to me. But that that's three things though. That it's the train. I know. The I know. And then the whole math thing might have happened anyway. I'm not sure, but I don't I, know. So it's I just... had. <laughs> so everyone knows that I had the history with breast cancer. Yeah, I was put on. I didn't say to tell them exactly what it was. I'm gonna do it because you can do whatever. whatever you want. I don't care. I no, I know. On, I'm just. I'm just yeah. want people to know that I was put on hormone blockers because I had type of breast cancer that um, is fed by um, estrogen and progesterone. So yes. they put me on these hormone blockers. It destroyed parts of my body, and pretty abruptly in the middle of December, I had to have um, my um, ovaries and my uterus removed. Otherwise, I was going to have some pretty significant issues. So I'm now in what's called surgical menopause. Oh, I can't even say it. Menopause. Um, Probably six to ten years sooner than I was supposed to. And it's like jumping off a cliff. That's like how quickly the, the menopause now happens. And so I'm dealing with the mental fog part of it and the anxiety and all of the other things that go with it so I, and i'm still in the middle of my no work recovery period because it's two weeks bed rest yeah and an additional four weeks of general recovery so right not quite myself right now um and i think that today's the first time i really realized it yes. like physically i've i've known i've yes. not been myself but today, mentally, is the first time. Well, this hits. show makes you like you have to be at the not top of your game, but you have to somehow be beyond that and thinking on like a third level of, of mm-hmm. wrestling stories, real life, backstage, like this this weird like star of of um, singularity or something. And so, if you're not on that plane, you know, it's difficult. So, so now I feel like I'm going to have a little mini breakdown because oh. Joe is not ever the one to bring up a personal thing. So I know I must be way off if Joe's like, you got to tell him your whole life story. <laughs> well, I think it was the Kushida thing. I think it was that. But no, oh, don't. No, <laughs> okay. it's, listen, this is just a thing that, that you know, it's, it's fine. Right? There's th- th- People can relate to this. They can understand this. Yeah. So. No, you're good. You still, you're still, you're still up there with like even within within the surgery realm with the top one uh, percenters like EC three. No, he's not in there. Oh my god, I'm having a hot flash now too. Oh jeez. Oh my. <laughs> Did you see the thing about EC three? And he's like, what? What? Wait, happened? am I still doing better than Larry? Oh yeah, Larry's okay. Larry's usually at like out of a hundred, he's usually like, like sixty-eight. Okay. So he is like, you know, we blame um, liver damage, brain cells killed by alcohol, yeah. all these things. But I don't, I don't know. He tries to get like to the top, but he can only ever get to like the middle part, and then he gets 
burp excuse me he does something like he says the dog that bites me and he can't remember the real thing so right he's been doing this what for what was it called we saw decades. on a medical on a not a medical show on a cooking show it was bear bug oh, was it bear bug it was bear bug and i yeah. was like Oh, apparently that's that's the like dog that bites them british yeah dog that bites yeah. me is bear bug mm-hmm. or something yeah. or bugbear oh yeah no i don't remember which one i'm gonna it look was. it up but it was no it was bugbear yeah because i think bear bug was uh dark souls demon souls <laughs> i'm serious this is how this works um we were talking about wrestling right i i don't know I'm you sorry. made me sad oh no don't be sad don't be sad. I, it's it's for the listen. The fact that you're even doing this podcast is like miraculous. This is just amazing. Eh. So don't don't be down on yourself. It's something Give or yourself. someone that is your bugbear is someone that worries or upsets you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Give yourself way more credit because, like I said, I don't know anyone else that could do this. <laughs> and then, seriously, I don't. Um, but. This is oh that's right it's the Sheeta thing and then she gets yeah she gets attacked by Abaddon and all that but it's the match is Sheeta versus Art in the Ring Alex Gracia so not Alex Garcia right um, but Abaddon is crawling around in the crowd and Tony's like she's like a zombie yeah <laughs> Taz Tony thank you and then Sheeta attacks her and keeps attacking her in in the crowd and then gets in the ring before the ten count. But in the end, Falcon Arrow, Sheeta wins. But then Sheeta grabs a kendo stick. And I knew exactly what she's doing. She's going to poke Abaddon to see if she's like going to stir or not. Right. JR says, well, I finish the job, finish that killer. <laughs> what? It's not, uh, first of all, it's not a real zombie. It's a person. What does he yeah. think is going to happen? JR is an idiot. This face champion is going to go maul this other wrestler? Right. But yeah, Sheeta pokes her with a stick and then Abaddon just wakes right up and attacks. Yeah. And oh my God. Remember when Shayna Baszler come, came in as a vampire on Raw <laughs> and ate Becky Lynch's neck off? I want more of that from okay. Shayna. Well, guess what? Abaddon decides, I'm going to do that because I'm a zombie character. She does the zombie bite, takes a big chunk out of Sheeta's neck. Sheeta is there bleeding everywhere. Yeah. And here's the commentators. Jair's like, well, that's men men's tag team match coming up next. Men's tag. Because and she's like, ah, does, blood. Because when he doesn't <clears throat> like something or he thinks something yes, silly, he ignores it. He it just ignores it. No and cell. Then that way he buries it. Face. Yeah. Mm. But just him, oh, we got that tag match coming. And she's like, ah, and there's blood like going. <sighs> terrible. Just terrible. I can't even believe that was real. So next week, Kenny versus Phoenix title match. So, still don't get it. Why didn't Joey Janela get a title match? He was booted know. out of the tournament, too. Makes no sense. Is Joey Janela going to be the speak now or forever, forever hold your peace in the Penelope uh, I mean, wedding storyline? That's going. That's a long callback from yeah. years ago, but it could be. Um, I think it, it's going to be that Miro's with Penelope. or something. It's going to be some really dumb thing. Yeah. They're going to mess it up. Kenny versus Phoenix next week, like I said. John Moxley returns. Okay. Um, Sheeta versus Abaddon for the title. Wow. Okay. Uh, Hager versus Wardlow, like we said earlier. Then the week after on Super New Year's 
Crash 5 or whatever. <laughs> uh, Darby against Cage for the title. Cody against Let's Go Seidel for some reason. For, I don't hmm. know why. I don't know. And Snoop Dogg. It's going to be Snoop Dogg. It's going to be on the show. Okay. Snoop Dogg. The Acclaimed come out to rap. Let me do short rap, whatever. Main event, tag title match. The Acclaimed against the Young Bucks. You know what? I'm so sick of all night. Every time I start getting into a match, before it's about, like way before it's about to happen, JR has to start talking about restaurant quality picture in picture. Yeah. Just say we're going to break. Just say we're going to picture in picture or don't, or just you, there's no reason to leave. Stop with the bad descriptions. With your stupid barbecue sauce. Just stop. Stop when you talk about someone else's book, bringing up your book. Stop right. talking about your stupid podcast. Every chance, every chance, he's got to plug everything. And this is the guy that yelled at Excalibur for wearing a mask on commentary, which you barely ever see him on commentary. Right. It's an audio thing. And yelled at him and said, this isn't about, ain't about you, kid. But JR thinks because he's so old, right. he has some sort of tenure or seniority, so he is allowed to make it about him. Big dumb barbecue hypocrite. I used to think hypocrite. tenure could only happen when you had been doing something for 10, for 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah. Doesn't that sound like about enough time to get that? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, so this match is a match. Accidental super kick to the ref, low blow and boombox by the acclaimed. But then a new ref comes out, and the young buck that got hit no-sells the damage. And then the bucks just put the acclaim through a table, and they do the BTE trigger, and bucks retain. It's no-sell city. Yeah. Low blow and a shot to the head by a boombox. You should not just be dancing around after that. Are boomboxes still a thing anymore? You Well, if you can go to a CVS and buy a boombox, I'm going to say yes, that is still a thing. Okay. And you can. So I don't know. If you can go to a Target and still buy them. Yes. If you can go in a regular store and just buy it, I can only imagine what kind of specialty boomboxes there are for people that consider themselves what, like a like a hipster rapper or a hipster DJ or whatever to go online and buy one that's way too expensive. I just know when I was 13 and I was just entering high school and I yeah. was the only kid I knew who had a stereo, like a proper full-on yeah. stereo. I thought I was so cool. I thought it was cool when I first got my first boombox because the speakers detached and there were oh. like wires wrapped inside so you could like set it up yeah. as a nice system or just bring it into the car. It was, yeah, I loved it. That was like my favorite thing. And I would record, record stuff off the radio. My one friend would tell me, you know, you're not allowed to do that. Are you wrestling man? That's it. <laughs> no, it had, you know, it not not put a tape recorder up to the radio, but it oh, had the, okay. the built-in play the radio and press record on the thing, and it would record the yeah. radio quality to a cassette, which is bad I anyway. used to do that to get songs to use as the outgoing message on my answering machine, because oh, I had my own line. Okay, I never did that. Wow, that's more advanced than me. Yeah. I would just record the songs, but then I had one friend that's like, shh, and he would do it too, and he'd be like, don't tell my dad, because he gets, he gets mad if you... He, he says it's illegal if you record off the radio. And I was like, I don't think anyone cares. He's like, no, it's not legal. And I was like, whatever you're saying, weirdo. My dad used to not want to front me, not even front me money. I would give him the money for the um, Columbia House yeah, CDs. CDs. Yeah. And, you know, they're like a penny a piece or whatever. And what he would never, he, he told me the reason why he didn't want to do it was because 
he it cost money to write a check. He tried to ah. make me seem like there was some secret fee behind a check. I see. He never explained like the long term commitment and how many you were supposed to buy over this many years and all wow. that other stuff. He he never would go that far with me. He would just say it would cost money to write a check, and I'd be like, okay, fine, whatever. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> At least you weren't recording off the radio and That's getting arrested true. or whatever. Um. So, okay, that was AEW. Well, it was a long AEW review, but there was a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, but I have an email. Oh, wait. No, I have a thing here. Yeah, it's an email and a thing. I don't know how um, that's both, but okay. Okay. Well, first, I'm going to read this one from Ian. AEW Ian. I like he Ian. He says, yes. He says, hey, guys. Holy cow, that's a long email. Yeah. As, do you want to read it? Nope. No. As this is the last show of 2020, I thought I'd forgo my usual thoughts on AEW in favor of looking back on one of the strangest years in wrestling I've ever experienced. There are four things that 2020 has taught me that I hope the wrestling world remembers. Number one, talent means nothing if you don't use it right. Right now, WWE has under contract the greatest collection of wrestling talent ever assembled by any promotion. That's arguable. They have tons of talent. Would you say they're the best talent? I think the best talent spread out throughout the... Excuse me, if you're saying that they have the most amount of talent at the same time, then yes, you're correct. And he did say arguably. So. Yeah. But I argued it and I think I yes. I think I'm right on this one. Yeah. They're, they're I don't the, know. the the biggest collection. But he says greatest collection, so I understand what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And they're putting out a product that rivals TNA at its worst. <laughs> yeah. The best wrestlers in the world are being used for copy-paste high-five, and the end result stinks. The same lack of inspiration exists in AEW's women's division. Sheeta is amazing, but the division will never grow if all they ever give her is a job or a week to face. Yeah. Number two, a good crowd is as essential to a good match as good wrestlers. The loudest sound I've ever heard in my life was the crowd singing... That is so during Suzuki's right now. entrance at New Japan Royal Quest last year. Yeah, because, wow, they're into it. They're cheering and singing along to the heel. It's amazing. And people at home, too. Yes. I mean, we, oh, we, do, we it. do it. I think everyone does it. Yeah. You almost have to. The crowd were as much a part. <laughs> yeah, Suzuki will kill you. The crowd were as much a part of that match as Suzuki and Okada. One of my lowest points in the early days of the pandemic was when AEW did an episode of Dynamite to an entirely empty arena. even Without even wrestlers at ringside, wrestling needs an audience. Piped-in noise and video screens are no substitute. I'm going to go one step further and say video screens and piped-in noise are terrible. Especially am, when your piped-in noise is a tunnel full of bees. Yeah, I I absolutely despise the Thunderdome. I thought we'd get used to it and it would be like a common thing. I just now that we have a vaccine for COVID, I just want to. I just want people to get back. You don't have to fill in every seat, but I want people to get back in the arenas because I hate the Thunderdome. Yeah, I absolutely hate it. So needs to go. What? There's only one thing worse than the Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. You would think it's an empty arena. It is not. It is the the Capital Wrestling Center, the NXT. Oh yeah. I cannot even watch NXT anymore. I do not have any desire to watch NXT anymore. Yeah, because usually when when Joe says we're not going to review something, I still anymore, watch it. We still watch it, but no, I'm behind at least three weeks on NXT, yeah. and then what I end, end up doing is begrudgingly going back and watching it. I don't care at this point. I really don't want to see it. I can't stand that fake 
pre-recorded crowd from other old shows. I can't stand that horrible, dark, square room. I just, everything about it isn't interesting to me. So, anyway. Uh, Three, audience trust is hard to gain and easy to lose. The April Dynamite episode should have been a disaster. They were taped in a gym with five weeks of shows recorded in 48 hours with a tiny roster with all but one of their champions absent. It shouldn't have worked at all. But I actually look back on that period with great fondness. Yeah, because they were the first ones to put like the, they would they would shoot the stage so you wouldn't be shooting and showing that your crowd was empty. Right. Like stupid WWE. Um, he says, in part, the the talent, because the talent told good stories, but also because the audience trusted the company to deliver. AEW has had bad shows sometimes, including some COVID shows. I wouldn't say they're bad. I'd say they're just okay. But yeah, maybe we said one or two were bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but they learn from them and grow, and they rarely lie to their audience. Wrestling depends on willing suspension of belief. Without trust, this can't happen, and trust is very hard to win back. Yeah, I can never trust WWE again. That's fine. Number four, WWE is the only center of its own universe. Is only the center of its own universe. Staying home for most of the years led me to expand the wrestling I watched to include tiny UK indies like Riptide and major... That's not real. Major Japanese (laughs) promotions like Pro Wrestling Noah. There is a diverse wrestling ecosystem out there featuring sports, comedy, action, and even science fiction and horror. And very little of it depends on WWE. WWE's decision not to work with other companies made sense when they were the only game in town. But in a new wrestling landscape, it makes them seem stagnant and Mm -hmm. unnecessary. I agree. That's why I like what AEW is doing. It didn't matter that Impact was a smaller company. Like Paul Heyman used to say, if you're Coca-Cola, you don't work with, you know, Jones Soda or Fred's Fred's Cola or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what? Maybe you do. Maybe you do. Yeah. So, sorry this email is so long. This year has changed a lot and given the wrestling business a lot of lessons to learn. I wish they, I wish I believed they would learn any of them. A.W. Ian. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that Tony Khan is a smart man that learns. He sees something works, do it again. Something does not work, don't do it again. We can learn from this. Try this different thing. Vince is set in his ways. He will change his mind once a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, I am shocked that at this point, I thought for sure last week we would get the whole, you know, you are the general manager. Remember when they did that? Yeah. With Baron Corbin and all that. But instead, their, their decision was... Let's just do Legends Raw next week or two weeks or whatever. Yeah, great. So thank you for the email. Yes. Um, And then I have this. What is this? Oh, my God. I see. Oh, okay. I get it. Okay. I got an email from Octopus Mask, but this is a thing I... I'm supposed to play when a certain special superstar makes an appearance. I hope you like it, Octopus Mask. I know exactly what it is. Okay. And I don't even have to listen to it. I know what it is already. So this is this is amazing. Okay. Um, so yeah, we can no do SmackDown now. No idea what you're now. talking about. You'll, oh, you'll find out. Yeah, SmackDown, sure. Okay. It's the 4 million viewers pre-recorded Christmas SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. I still... Was it 4 or was it 3 it's something? Three, yeah, I round still, up. <laughs> you round it way up. <laughs> you're giving them way it's too much It's a Christmas credit. present for them. I, they, they only deserve one. 
If that. Okay, fine. So, that's fine. So lightning kills Santa to start, or Why? trees or something. There's it's some a, lightning effect. It's the Thunderdome, which there's always a little bit of rumbling thunder in there. No one ever said it was the Lightning Dome. Yeah. And I understand they usually go hand in hand, but the rumbling of thunder noise is all we really needed. We didn't need lightning to strike like the presence or whatever just happened. And then lightning struck at our house, like in the middle of this, it right? It did. It yeah, did. It's it very strange. Never rains out here, and now we're in the middle of a flood, yeah. getting carried away to like mm-hmm. a land of locusts it's or something. It's very strange. Land of the lost. Yeah. Locust but, lost. But Cole does not get struck by lightning. He is here. Oh! He, he wishes us a Merry Christmas, so mm. that's fine. Right back at you, mm. Cole. Um, starting off incident, a steel cage. I don't even know what that means. My it notes means, are already great. It means, it means we're we're opening off we're opening up with a steel cage match. So that's usually that usually to me says that we're not going to get a title change yeah. if the opening match is is a, is a is a big world title match with a steel cage. But as far as ratings go, yeah, and keeping now, people tuned that hooks from yeah. from the NFL to WWE. This seemed like it was a great move. Yeah, I don't know why it says incident, though. I don't but know. starting off with a steel cage, the Universal Champion Roman Reigns can defend against Kevin Owens. Roman comes out with Paul Heyman, of course. No Jey Uso. Um, no. And we learn that you can win by pinning, submitting, or escaping. So okay. the standard. No mm-hmm. DQs, no countouts, so that's fine. Kevin Owens comes out, and he is very, very angry. And this match begins, and it's a pretty fun match. I really like it. Um, we, you know, and I said during the ratings, we were going to talk during Joe's mention of the ratings earlier, we were going to talk about the ratings. I really do think this was a great way to capture that football audience because it's, um, Roman Reigns, who is, uh, like a, he's a former football player. He has that look about him. He looks like, right. Like, oh, look, they never said, oh, look, it's the Rock's cousin or whatever. But the point is... You might as well have because people see the rock in him. They, yeah, they, they can make the connection. Yeah, and so he looks like somebody that, like a football fan might go, oh, "Okay, this is interesting." Yeah, and then you see Kevin Owens comes out, who's more like an every guy, right? And and so oh, I called them bum fights. You did call them bum fights. I thought you were going to say something else just now, um, but so it looks like it's an entering ma- an interesting match, even if you don't have any exposure yeah. to either of these two. And then you have the element of the cage, and you know, in this case, even the the Thunderdome, which. I know that other sports have kind of their different versions of it with yeah. pictures in the stands or things like that. Mm-hmm. But all of it kind of draws together for that new person to go, okay, what in the world am I watching? Yeah. Now, I don't think it's something that's going to make them continue to come back week after week, but at least it explains that $5 million. $5 million, uh, 20 million viewers. viewers. $20 million viewers. But you know what yeah. else? I really thought viewers. that it was... They must have known about that number or must have known that they had a good thing going because Cole is on top of his game resetting on as many things as he possibly can. Mm -hmm. He's like, Owens, look at him. 
He might not look like your typical wrestler, right? But and he might be rough around the edges. But look at he is. He will not stay down. Explain that to the normal fan. We know that. We know wrestlers come in all shapes and sizes. Somebody that watches just football might go, "Oh, they all have to be like giants or whatever." So they don't know. They might be giants. So yeah, boy. And my notes here say Michael Cole sounds like a video game voiceover tonight. He does does have a lot of snippets and things like that. Soundbite McGee tonight. Yeah. Yes, but he's trying to. He's trying to introduce anyone yeah. that could that could be new and trying to say please don't leave right so kevin owens hits that top rope reverse fisherman buster oh that's what roman he used reigns to do when he first showed so up good. when he's going after the u.s title against john cena yeah that's awesome and it looks particularly good against someone like roman reigns right. who you wouldn't normally expect to take that kind of that's a move true. or even it go was up really to the good. top rope yeah. yeah um then we get a spot that i call two-way choking zoo it's like, okay, so so Reigns has the, yeah, that was when Reigns had the guillotine choke on Owens, but then Owens is pulling down on Reigns' neck onto the top rope. Yeah. So, yes, they did do two-way choking zoo there, and they were choking each other at the same time and both had to let go. A lot of, but that was a, a great of, escape for Owens. A lot of The Office uh, in tonight. Yeah, there's always The Office yeah. everywhere. Stunner. Always. You don't think there's a lower half, but there's a lower half. Yes. Stunner gets a two count. And a spear by Roman Reigns also gets a two count. Kevin Owens is about to exit the <laughs> the cafe, uh, according to my <laughs> notes, the cage. And Jey Uso comes out. And he interferes somehow. And the door gets slammed on Jay's head. Oh, Yeah. Oh, so he's injured, but he's on the side still. Another stunner, but KO now is just too beat down to cover. And then Uso reaches into the cage and grabs Owens from the outside and pulls Owens to the cage and handcuffs him to the cage from the inside. Now, at first he's I real thought... close to the door. Yeah. Now, at first I thought, oh, God, it's more handcuff spot, whatever. Right. But this one was different, and I really liked it a this lot. This is Kevin Owens. If he could have chewed his own arm off... Yes, to win, he would To have. win, he I'm would sure. have. I'm sure he Because would have. this is him kicking and clawing and just trying everything that he possibly can to get unhandcuffed or to maybe suddenly stretch armstrong his legs to get outside the the cage yes she's doing the dalsim yoga stretch and he's trying to get his feet so he's he's cuffed to near the middle of the ring but he's trying to get his feet through the door and to see if they could possibly touch the floor and the way they the way they set it up was he can not quite make it. Yeah. So it just is, looks just pathetic because he could have won this match. I thought it was a really, really smart it way was to, very tra- smart. to trap somebody. And Roman Reigns is inside the ring still and he's just oh. kind of looking at Kevin Owens like, holy, you know, like you look like an idiot, dude. Yeah. And I thought that there was going to be a beat down of Kevin Owens, you know, handcuffed to the cage yeah. at this point. But no, Roman Reigns just steps over him, walks down the steps and hits the ground and the match is over. But it doesn't look like the feud is. Right. It seemed to me the way it was, the way Reigns walked so slowly to the floor, was that Owens definitely gets another shot. Because I don't think this is over until Reigns pins Owens. Unless you're really protecting... If you just did this to build up Owens and you want to protect him, yeah, I guess then it's over. Yeah. But, but it was a me, great match and it's a great story. Yeah. Um, to me, there's in one the ring match. And out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think the, there has to be. The original sheet I had said that it was Daniel Bryan against Roman Reigns. At the Rumble, but it looks like we're going with Owens Reigns 3. I think okay. that's what I'm assuming based on what Brian's going to say later in the show. Right. So then that would make sense. So 
So tonight we're going to have Big E facing Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental title um, yeah. in a Lumberjack match. That's new. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Okay. And we're going to get Daniel Bryan versus Jay Uso. So that's later on. But first, we're going to get tag team champions Asuka and Charlotte, and they are walking. Hmm. We come back from commercial, and Asuka and Charlotte come out. And um, Michael Cole tells us that Asuka has over a thousand, or she beat some kind of record, uh, over a thousand days across six title reigns. Cripes. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, that is. Um, some kind of record. I don't know who held it before. I don't know any of the Yeah, I don't stats. know either. I, really I don't know if it, that's a women's title only. It's got to be a women's title I, I, only yeah. because of the eight, 70s yes. and 80s, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Charlotte and Asuka have microphones, and I'm only glad about the second half of that mm. statement. Charlotte was a robot. Yeah, she, she always is. Bailey comes out, and I don't mind that she has a microphone. She's always good. And... SmackDown Women's Champion uh, Sasha comes out too. So huh. what's going on? Everybody's coming out, and then Bianca Belair comes out and she does her EST thing. This is so weird. It's like face yeah. heel, face heel. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. What's happening? So confused at this point. And then Car- Carmella comes out with her sommelier Reginald. Reginald, now he used to be nothing. Now he's a sommelier, and he's cute as a button. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh my god. Oh. So <laughs> So what we learn here is that this is going to be a triple threat match, I guess. Um I Carmela says stuff, she's terrible. She laughs at her own every time thing. she does that. I'm just like this is the worst. She's all about fixing her makeup and her Oh my her god. gear and Corey always has to point out that it's that makes her a professional. No. Whatever. No. So, it's Sasha and Bailey. Nope. It's Sasha and Bianca versus Bailey and Carmella versus Asuka and Charlotte for the tag team titles. And yeah. it's a, an elimination match. Right. So, we get a match. I like this match. It's good. This SmackDown, wow. This is they, good. It's impressive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Riot Squad, which arguably the only real... <laughs> The only real tag team in SmackDown. Yeah. Um, they are watching from the back. And even Cole says they're wondering why they're not in this yeah. match. Considering they're a real so tag confusing. team with wins. Yeah. The other things aren't even teams and they're getting a title. So none of this makes any sense. I have no idea what's going on. Luckily, the match is good. Yes. Charlotte and Bianca have an acrobatics off in the middle of the match. Oh, my God. Um, like, Corey's like, mirror match. Yeah, that was fine. No. It was fine though. I know. I didn't mind it at all. I'm okay. I'm a bit upset with Bianca right now because I think she's stagnant. Because I think since she came from NXT, she hasn't grown at all. And maybe she hasn't gotten the chance yet. But every time they give her a chance to talk, it's girl, uh uh. I'm the estest, 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 estest. That's whatever. her thing. I don't mind and, it at all. And and clap in your face. There's got to be, you can do that and you can do that every time, but there has to be more than that because if that's all you do and you're just a catchphrase. But I, that's, to me, that just screams WWE. Like they're, that's what they're allowing her to do. Okay. Eventually you got to break out of that and yeah. give me something else. Everyone looks really good in this match except for Carmella who doesn't look bad. She just looks adequate. Yeah. She's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sasha hits a frog splash on Bailey, so Bailey and Carmella are out. 
which is good because I don't care to see Carmella anymore. Uh, <laughs> Sasha is in a figure four, and Bianca does the such an amazing thing. She takes her braid and she throws yes. it in the ring and allows Sasha to hold on to it, and then she pulls Sasha in. But to, you, so she can get the tag. It was really awesome. But you missed the spot where Sasha gets thrown to the floor. No, that's next. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. So Sasha's now on the outside of the ring. I didn't understand why Carmella was still there at this point. That's all. Yeah, because they, they just hung around. Oh, and they commentators hung around. even that's said she hung around. Okay. Don't poop in the middle of matches. Well, I didn't that's know. That's all I'm telling you. What if you forgot it? Then I want to make sure you didn't. It. Okay. Right there. Um, so Sasha's on the apron now and Carmella and Reginald are just walking. Reginald, now he used to be nothing. Now he's a Somalia. and he's cute as a button. Cute as a button. <laughs> oh, I lost my spot. Oh, and it's okay. so and and Sasha is like the, the the cameraman's in Sasha's way. I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of activity a behind Sasha at this yeah. point, and Oscar runs past Bianca or Bianca gets out of the way, I'm not sure, and does hip attack on Sasha, who then flies off the ring. Yeah. And you know how the sommelier, I'm going to call him now because I get too distracted, um, catches opponents. So doesn't he? Or does he only catch Carmella? Who am I confusing the sommelier with? I don't know. Almost. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. But he's... He's a big guy. Almost as a big guy. But anyway, she, Sasha hits the that sommelier. Guy. Yeah. He's, you know what he's known for? What? Grabbing Sasha a bunch of times. Yeah. Every freaking week has to touch her in a different spot. This yeah. week, his face may have touched her butt or her crotch. I didn't like yeah. that. So she collides with him. What's his name? I don't know. And she collides with what? him. And it looks like she, I thought it was a Huracurana at first. I thought she hit a move but on I him on the way out. I think she just killed him. But I think she just killed him. What's his name? Yeah. Reginald. Oh. Reginald. Now he used to be nothing. Now he's a. Somalia. And he's cute as a button. <laughs> cute as a button. So I don't know who this hurts worse because they're both dead for you know the rest and bianca doesn't really understand what happens and carmella explains to her no you're you don't have a tag partner anymore she's dead mm. um natural selection to bianca belair and oscar and that's unfortunate mm-hmm. wow yeah bianca always gets eliminated or whatever by the worst things yeah speaking of unfortunate street profits next um oh. they're in the back they don't wrestle anymore they just narrate wow and they're Tonight here to they annoy were, me they were the balladeers and the lumberjacks. How yeah. sad is that? Yeah. No, the, the, the tag champs. Yeah, was one of them injured or something? Nope. Did they not have they just, opponents they for them? A little them? while ago, yeah. mm-hmm. still the Sam- TLC, right? Yeah. Sammy Zayn comes not. in. Maybe that was on SmackDown. I can't remember. Sammy Zayn comes up to him to save the segment, I guess. And he's trying to figure out who made his match against Biggie a lumberjack match. Yeah. And, you know, obviously we're not going to get to the bottom of that right now, but the Street Profits say they have a present for Sammy and it's a shirt box and you open it up and, you know, Sammy has that shirt that says, I am the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. And they put like tape over it and it says, I was the Intercontinental Champion. So, whatever. But they act like this is the greatest, funniest thing like in the history of on Earth, which is what you would think if you were on substance. The only thing that I thought was funny about it was somebody yells out, you see, it's past tense. And so that. That's about I, it. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. So next up is Daniel Bryan versus Jay Uso. But Jay Uso ambushes Bryan before he even leaves the ramp, really. And so we think that maybe this match isn't going to happen. I thought it might not. Um, or it's going to be a short match, or it's going to explain why Daniel Bryan loses because he's injured or whatever. All we, that made sense at the time. Yeah. Come back from commercial, and we are just getting a match. And the match happens, and it's good. Mm. It's, you know, it's a good match between these guys. Back suplex from the top rope by Bryan. Frog splash, but Usha, Uso can't capitalize. And then we get another frog splash by Uso, but he, he hits Daniel Bryan's knees. And... It looks like Daniel Bryan tries to counter it to something, and that doesn't work. Yeah, like it to was a yes weird. lock, and then it gets know. turned into a half crab. And he, you know, weird. Daniel Bryan had been uh, <clears throat> working Jey Uso's leg the whole time, and should so be going for a heel hook then or something. Yeah, not the I, move so that goes after a your lower back. back. Yeah, I don't know. whatever. Mm. Uso pounds the crap out of Daniel Bryan's head. I thought so it was much, over. It looks like it's going to be a ref stoppage. Yeah. Because Daniel looks like he's completely out of it. He's Don't, not responsive. This was this I didn't like because Brian looks like he's out. He's not responding to the referee. He's twitching. He's twitching the way he would when he said he used to have these mini seizures. Why would you right. mess around with a story like this? Right. But no, um, running knee to Uso somehow and Daniel Bryan wins what? and it's odd. So then now you've just, now listen, that elevated Bryan a little, but now you've not buried Uso, but you made him look stupid because he basically killed Brian and killed him before the match and couldn't beat him. Yeah. That's, yeah. who is this for? Now, if this was, again, if this is for Brian versus Reigns, then this makes sense. But that's not, I don't think that's what this is. Right. Hmm. Next, we have Big E and he's hopping around <coughs> in the back. And we get, um, the main event is whatever WWE considers next. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan is interviewed by Kayla. That's actually next. But, um, but he looks like he's He looks like he wasn't fresh. in a match. I don't know if they did this out of order. They must have. I he's don't not know sweaty. If, he's not sweaty. He's not, he's not concussed. He's not twitching. No, this is weird. Yeah. He says he wants to win the Royal Rumble. And Sammy interrupts him and does all of his <coughs> Sammy business. Yeah. Sammy blames, uh, blames Daniel Bryan for the match tonight being a lumberjack match. Because Brian has been like the spokesperson for the Intercontinental Championship. And also sudden. like a fake general manager right. as well. But just for that <laughs> for yeah, that title. Yeah, that's true. Um, and so he blames Daniel Bryan. And Karma is going to take care of Daniel Bryan. So that's good. I thought she was injured or whatever. Uh, fake that's injured. That's true, yeah. Mm. And then <laughs> Sammy. Oh, this is the best thing. This Sammy. Because <laughs> he has his, his little Sammy awards. Yeah. And he says that... What the- Sammy says, says <laughs> he's going to polish his Sammy Awards all night Ew, long. Oh my God. That's amazing. What? <laughs> Don't forget, these are Sammy Zane action figures on top of soup cans. <laughs> oh, I love wow. it. Wow. Okay, main event time. The Lumberjacks come out. Some are from Raw. They're all jobbers. Why are there like six raw guys here? I don't know. I don't know. Um, what Chalk, is this? It's Chalk Baby Big E versus Intercontinental Champion Sami Zayn yeah. match. Um, Big E gets attacked by the heels outside the ring. You know, it's all the normal lumberjack kind of stuff. <clears throat> Sammy yeah. gets smacked around by the lumberjacks too. And then there's just a general breakdown where it's the lumberjacks brawling against one another. Sammy tries to leave in the middle of the match. He gets all the way up to the ramp and then 
Apollo Crews just comes out of nowhere and tackles him. And then he's carried back to the ring like a crowd surfing kind of style. Yeah. Um, big ending. I mean, there's not, a, there's not a whole lot to this match, but big ending. Big E is the new Intercontinental Champion, so that's yeah. awesome. I mean, I last week on the show said Big E's going to win the title on Christmas. Yeah. This was not really a surprise. Yeah. And then Corey Graves in a nice little touch, because Corey Graves has always been talking smack about Big E not taking his singles career seriously yep. and resting on his laurels and all that. He gives Big E a handshake, so okay. that's nice. that was good. I like that. And then Big E makes out with the title... <laughs> Which is fine, but it's been around that dirty hippie for, you know, yes, however long. Yes, COVID's all over it. Yeah. Um, face Lumberjacks in the ring to celebrate, and there's like a big confetti celebration thing. Yeah. And that is the last SmackDown of 2020. Good. But but an actual good one, though. Yeah, it was very good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I just don't know about the, what's his name, that uh, guy that touches Sasha all the time. Reginald? All, yes. Oh. Reginald. Now he used to be nothing. Now he's a... Somalia. And he's cute as a button. That's it. Cute as a button. That's it. Yeah, that's it. The first time you played the clip, I thought that you was, you were saying that now. No. It took me until the second time to no. figure that one out. Okay. Oh, I forgot. I had another AEW email that I didn't read. Um, Bizarro Cesaro, me and worst wrestler, writes in and says, um, hopefully you had a nice holiday. I wanted to throw in my two cents about the hybrid two name. I've always kind of interpreted it as them saying the equivalent of the hybrid duo. Yes. That makes mm. more sense. Thank you. Okay. Uh, instead of a second version. That's just my takeaway. On another note, unfortunately, I was unable to find you any AEW figures. I'm going to keep... It's okay. Thank you for looking. I'm going to keep looking. So if you do get any other figures, please mention it on the show. I'm gonna. I have now... They did another pre-order batch thing. Mm-hmm. So here's all the ones I'm missing. I really think I'm only missing Cody and Brandy at this point. No. Oh. If I end up getting all the ones I'm supposed to get. Okay. From the pre-order shipments or whatever. So, if that's the case, hey, great. If it's not, I'll let you know. But yeah, right now, my two biggest finds, the ones I'm really looking for, are Cody and Brittany. He says, I'll end with a question. If you could bring any female wrestler from anywhere else to improve the AW women's division, who would you all pick? I, I, you bring Oscar in. You bring Becky Lynch in. I bring Lynch Mickey in. James. You bring Mickey James in. You bring Sasha Banks in. There's, there's, yeah. There's a lot of people you could bring in, but <clears throat> that's about it. Yep. That's all. That's all. Anybody but Tessa Blanchard. About yeah. That. We don't want her in there. Um, okay. Is that it? We move to Raw? Move to Raw. Okay. Monday night Raw. Live from somewhere. I don't know. Where are they? Thunderdome? Thunderdome. That's where they always are. In memory of John Huber, a.k.a. Luke Harper. And, um, uh, Tony, okay, so if you look on Twitter right now, Tony Khan did confirm, yes, there will be a, um, a memorial show. Good. And that means the two New Year's shows will get bumped, you know, ahead and ahead. So two weeks. So, yeah. Very good. So I don't know how that works with Snoop Dogg because they got him for that one day, but I have a feeling those are just getting taped the same day anyway. Oh, okay. So I don't really think it matters. Um, Because you could actually tape all three shows on the same day. Mm -hmm. You just have to make sure different wrestlers are wrestling different wrestlers. But um, 
You know, when I watch the beginning of this Raw, WWE needs to, and I see this every week, they need to learn the safe areas of the graphics because I can see the outer parts. And if you don't know what that means, it means when they have their, say, like Raw intro up, mm-hmm. you can see the live Thunderdome like feed that's ready for them to switch to mm-hmm. on the very, very borders of your screen if you have a certain type of TV. Oh. And they don't understand safe areas or they don't care. But yeah, the newer your TV is, the more likely you're going to be able to see that edge. And it just makes them look unprofessional and bad. And that's you, Kevin Dunn. You suck. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I just wanted to take a dig at him. But um, yeah, whatever. He's like, whatever. No one looks at that. He's one line of pixels. Okay, both. That's it. Um, I just wanted to do that. I just wanted to say that. Um, Tom says, oh, Tom says, it's Monday. You know what that means. Aw. Mm, that's the Luke Harper Twitter gimmick. Tonight, <clears throat> it's going to be Keith Lee against Sheamus, and the winner faces Drew McIntyre next week for the WWE Double Double E title on the Legend Show. Right. I think Wembley's aggressively licking that, that bed over there. No, now he's tap dancing. Okay. And also tonight, Alexa's Playground with Randy Orton, so we'll, we'll see what that is. Uh, but Drew McIntyre comes out to open the show. Oh, and he also says it's Monday. You know what that means. Yeah. So everybody's going to say that tonight. No, that's the last time, I think. But he thanks the fans for his weird year in WWE. Even though there were like no fans, like we don't even know if he's over. Yeah, We can assume true. before WrestleMania, people were cheering him and they were he was getting over. But if you remember, he kind of just turned face out of nothing. Like he never turned. Right. He just was a face because the fans started cheering so and then he says next week on raw we're gonna have farmer legends like hibbly jim <laughs> and the godwins <laughs> remember bm nor no because that's not a real guy but that would be a wwe character bm Menor. it stands for it's, it's, it's his initials are bbm that just means big bowel movement and Menor is, is drew mackenfart drew mackenfart exactly but seamus comes out and uh, Seamus says, yeah, see, I told you I wouldn't ruin our six-man tag last, last week. And I didn't. I waited until we won, and then I beat up <laughs> Keith Lee. So Seamus is hoping they can wrestle each other next week for the title. That's been their, like, 15-year best friend dream or whatever. So Keith Lee comes out, and he's still mad from last week. He's been mad every week that he's been on TV for the last, I don't know how many weeks. Mm-hmm. <sighs> he's going to turn. Uh He's mad because Seamus kicked him, but then he's also mad at Drew because Drew vouched for Seamus. So now he doesn't trust either of them. So Keith Lee warns Drew. He's like, your friend's going to stab you in the back. Yeah, you. You're going to stab him in the back. And Drew says, okay, let's get a ref. Let's have the match right now. And Seamus cheap shots Keith Lee with another bro kick. (laughs) Oh, my God. When we come back from break, though, we actually get the match. I thought for sure they would put this off till the main event, but they didn't. Number one contenders match, Seamus against Keith Lee. Drew's on commentary. Excuse me, burp. It's actually a really good uh, big man match. It is. Um, But later tonight, they announced it's New Day and Hardy Bros against Hurt Business. (sighs) I don't want it. I don't either, and I like the Hurt Business, but I don't want it. Um, Like I said, it's, it's... this is a match where you don't really know which way it's going to go because it could go either way, but then Giant Grizzly, Magnum, and Spirit Bomb, and Keith Lee advances. So there's a stare down with Drew, and next week we're going to get Drew against Keith Lee for the title. Okay. 
so we'll see what happens. Backstage, Elias plays guitar and Jackson Riker exists. And they hear a noise that sounds like, okay, to me, it sounds like hammering. And Elias is like, oh, ignore it. Later on, it's going to be knocking at the door. How does only WWE can make knocking at the door unclear? (laughs) Oh, my God. Miz and Morrison out. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah, Lucha House Party guys out. And the match is Miz versus Grand Metalik for absolutely no reason. Lucha's in a box say that Miz won't get his contract back, which means he will get his contract back. Tom says Miz won the briefcase in a cell. Nope. Because on and in are different words, dummy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how that works. Miz keeps yelling, I'm money in the bank. (laughs) And the commentators keep saying, nope, he's never getting it back, which means he's getting it back. WWE is unable, absolutely unable to do subtlety. So as we've learned, roll up and Miz gets pinned by a Lucha house dragon. And it's at this point when I said, Oh, this is definitely means he's getting that briefcase back because <laughs> he needs something and he needs to also look like a loser. Right. I don't know if he could win anything. Is Lucha not. House Dragon correct? Lucha House Party Dragons is what I always call them. Okay. No, because they were the <laughs> no, they were the Lucha Dragons <laughs> and then they were Lucha oh, House Party. Oh, 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 so I used okay. to call them Lucha House Party Dragons all the time. Got it. No, it's not correct. Uh Elias and Pal backstage again. Stupid Jackson Riker. And now we can hear someone's knocking at the door. For the duration of that match. So I guess the whole time they've been slamming on the door. So it turns out it's Omos and AJ Styles. And AJ's mad at Elias for being loud. And Omos was trying to listen to classical music. So now AJ wants a match against Elias so he can break Elias' fingers. So no one has to listen to Elias play guitar again. That's the story. Okay. So we just... Okay, so last week, Elias was feuding with the Lucha Party Dragons, and AJ was feuding with the Mad at the Miz. So this week, we just mixed them, like, the two things together. Like, so we did a a, a partner swap or whatever. Hmm. Opponent swap. Wife swap. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... Good job, WWE. No, it was stupid. Um, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose come out. And the match after the break, Dana Brooke against Shayna Baszler. I like this match. It's a better match than later tonight, Charlotte versus Nia Jax. Yes. I'm going to have a lot to say about that. Um, Shayna kills Dana Brooke, then kills Mandy Rose, then Kira Fuda Clutch, and Dana has to tap. So Shayna wins, but then Kira Fuda Clutch on Mandy Rose. So they're putting Shayna over pretty dominantly here. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know what for, because they've pinned her a bunch of times, even by Lana. So I don't even know why we're rehabbing Shayna Baszler, unless she's winning the Rumble, but I know she's not. Yeah, I don't know. I shouldn't say I know she's not, because WWE always does this, where they they change it at the last minute. Yeah. WWE has betting odds. Well, they don't have them, but Vegas has betting odds. Mm -hmm. And right now, they have Big E winning the Rumble. The women's rumble? That's weird. No. That's what they we're have, talking about, though. I know. They have Charlotte winning that one. Ugh. Yeah, it's no good. I want it. I'm trying to figure it out. Um, Alexis Playground, it's time. And she's swinging on that child swing set in the ring. And she says, do you like my playground? Yikes. 
Is this this is some other program that I'm not, I can't talk about. Alexa says that the Fiend's hero was Hulk Hogan before Fiend yeah, died. Yeah, that was weird. Why would gross? Why would you say that? Yeah, that's. I didn't get it. Mm. I get that it's Legends Week, but why would you say that he liked the racist guy? Yeah, I just thought there were so many other ways they could have gone with yep. that. It's better than his his his, his uh, heroes. Carlito, though, because that doesn't sound so good. Aww. Hulk Hogan now, though, sounds worse. Um, so she says, maybe maybe he'll come back next week for Legends Week. Maybe he will come back sometime, other different time. But Randy Orton, come on down. You're the next contestant on whatever. And Orton's music plays for a second and then stops. And then Alexa's like, did I do something wrong? Play the music again. And they play it again. And it stops right away. And there's no Randy Orton. So she says, I swear, you light someone on fire one time and then... Yeah. Wait, but... To, what does that mean? I don't know. It was very... It was like I'm, reversed, wasn't reversed, it? yeah. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't understand it. Um, Firefly Funhouse. But it's Orton on the Funhouse. It's not Bray because he's dead or something. So Orton... This is stupid because he's there in the Funhouse and the puppets are not even like puppeted. They're just no, sitting they're just there, sitting there. Which you never, ever, ever show puppets just sitting there. They need to be there. animated or not. Exactly. You don't ever show them just standing there. But he kills them all. He kills Huskis. He throws Mercy at the, at the Abby. He kills them all. Rips off Rambler Rabbit's head. And he says, I'm going to destroy this. He's Well, first of all, he says, he says, I'm... You keep saying the fiend could come back. Well, if he does come back, he's going to have nothing left except Alexa Bliss. Didn't Seth Rollins try to get rid of the Funhouse? It doesn't work. It just resets like the next week. Didn't Orton also destroy Bray Wyatt's house or something? He burned down the Sister Abigail Remains house or whatever. Yeah. But I'm and that didn't come back. But what I'm saying is I thought the Funhouse was magic or something. I don't know. I I don't really understand this, but Alexa challenges Orton to a match tonight? No. What is this? She never challenges him to a match. What does she do? I challenge you in the ring. ring. What do you think that means? It could be a game of hopscotch. I don't know. It's not. The point is, WWE is purposely misleading the shareholders once again. Another word for fraud. Um, When they put this in the main event and you, you... the intrigue is there because you wonder what it could be, and then it ends up being nothing. Well, I'm pretty sure that no real, <clears throat> no reasonable human being thought it was six foot something Randy Orton against five foot nothing little Alexa Bliss. They haven't RKO'd women before. Yes, they have. They haven't. Not in a match. They didn't put a 95 year old woman through a table before. When was that? Yeah, they did. I understand that, but it's happened. But so it hasn't I'll, I'll, been in a match. But a wrestling fan could think it could happen. Nah. I didn't want it. I'm just yeah. saying they thought it could happen. So Orton says, yeah, I'll I'll accept your challenge in the ring because I totally accept, I expect this to be the time when The Fiend returns and I want to be there for that. So, yeah. Spoiler alert. That's not happening. So, um, they show how Nia took out Charlotte in June. Shouldn't this have been the last week they showed that? Kind of an important piece of history there. Yeah. But 
Yeah. Did Nia have anything to do? Uh, yeah, it was the match for the it was championship. Right after TLC. Yeah. No, they should have done that. Yes. It was all there. Yeah. And I said last week, why didn't they mention this? And now they did this week. Backstage, Charlie interviews Charlotte. And they say, basically, this is like, Happy New Year. It's New Year. And Charlie's like, you you went out in 2020 with a bang or whatever, like with a great thing. It's not over. She has a match tonight. Right. She could be injured out for the, the next year, and that would be how she ends 2020. Don't talk about a thing before the match happens. Yeah. You might as well said, well, we know tonight's match is going to end in a DQ. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Then Oscar comes in. Oh, I wrote, this was mean. I'm going to say it anyway. Is Charlotte the Joker? Okay. Um, AJ Styles versus Elias. This is, what happened? AJ Styles versus Elias. Drift away by Elias. Oh, my God. Oh, Styles kicks out because Elias is junk. Yeah, he's pretty awful now. And listen, this match is weird and sloppy. No matter how good Liar Tom claims it is, he's trying to put over how great this match is. Ugh. No. If I think back to all the good AJ Styles matches and all the guys he carried through matches, he couldn't even do anything for Elias in this match. Um, phenomenal forearm, AJ wins. So what was this for? I don't know. I have no idea. Why do we need to do partner swap for this? There's no reason. I, I'm lost all. on Elias right now. <sighs> okay, so last time on Raw Talk, which no one watched, Ricochet is wearing a weird hat. And he's sad because he hates Retribution and doesn't want to join or be anywhere near Retribution. But then if he can beat Ali in his next match, or if he can't beat him, then he might have to change his mind or cheat or something. He says, but who knows? What? I have no idea what they're... This story's bad. It's like they gave him a loose idea for a story and said, just figure it out as you go. And he's not good enough to do that. This is what happens when half your matches are on main event. I don't care about this at all. Yeah. So Ricochet comes out. Retribution comes out. The match is Ricochet against Ali. But the ring is surrounded by Retribution. And Tom is like, basically says, wow, Ricochet had to fight all the underlings to get to Ali. So but he lost every step of the way. Yes. If he so is that how every that single one of them, then he finally gets to the boss. I get it. Remember all those times... When um, it, it, you lost all the all the games of the year, and then you went to the Super Bowl, remember all those times? Yeah, you lose every game, but then you can go for the the, mm-hmm. the championship. What? What? I don't know. Why are we doing this? This is awful. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and Ricochet has lost every match. Now he's going against Sally. I'm pretty sure on main event, Ricochet even lost to Mia Yim. I can't prove that. I'm pretty sure that happened. Retribution cheats just so we can go to break. High five. Um, when we come back, it gets really good. And it's a great match. Yeah, that does it does not feel important in any way no. at all. It's just terrible um, that it doesn't mean anything. The kickback. They're calling King's Landing now. Since when? I don't okay. know. Mace saves Ali. Mace. <laughs> Ricochet attacks all of Retribution. They surround the ring. Ricochet attacks every guy individually and then is supposed to do a tornado DDT to Dijak's head onto the apron. Mm-hmm. Except he misses and they go down to the floor. Yikes. And Dijak looked like he smacked the corner of the apron and then just drove his head into the floor. Is Dijakovic he slapjack? 
He is T-Bar. He's T-Bar. Yeah, so. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. T-Bar did. Tor- it's, it's, that's T-Bar stands for Tornado DDT'd Beyond All Recognition. <laughs> Okay. This means that, so that's it. Yes. Um, Koji Clutch and Ali just wins. I wrote, get Ricochet a mask already. Yeah, Prince Puma him up. Yeah, because Ali grabs a mic and he's like, okay, Ricochet, you lost to every guy in Retribution and me and probably me and him too. I'm not sure. I can't prove that, but <laughs> please join us. And Ricochet says, oh my God, was this like Pee Wee Herman or something? Yeah. Ricochet goes, I will... Not join you. Ha ha ha. I'm so funny. Har har har. And then he attacks Ali for a second and then just runs away. Yeah. And on the apron, he's like, I fight my own way on main event. So is this feud going to continue or does yes. it just go? It doesn't just die. No. So, so does it just only die when Ricochet finally wins? He has to beat one of them. He has to either beat Ali or join the group. Yeah, it you has can't to be just a stipulation, right? It, I don't know. He's probably just going to eliminate Mustafa Ali at the Royal Rumble, and that's it. Wow, you're probably right, because that's WWE and the way they think. Yeah. Pathetic. Oh, my God. Imagine how many times in the Royal Rumble you're going to hear, do, 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 shut it down. Every time a retribution guy comes out, I don't want that. Please just don't put any of those guys in the rumble. I can't even imagine the countdown in between people without a crowd. It's going to suck. But again, they play with the audio so much, so they think that it's going to be so great. They're going to have the fake counting. They're going to fake everything. Backstage interview with Naya and Shayna. And Naya says she's going to do three things for New Year's. She's going to end Charlotte's climb to the top, get her tag titles back, and also win the rumble. And Shayna's like, yeah, I like that. So Shayna also wants to win the Rumble. Yes. So, and. She's who I want to win the Rumble. Charlotte wants to win the Rumble too. I think any woman in the Rumble wants to win the Rumble. You would think. But. I don't think anyone wants to be in the Rumble to lose the Rumble. Well, you don't know. But uh, my pick is Shayna. This, I, I wish. Charlotte and Asuka come out to the ring. And then we go to like nine video packages, a bunch of commercials, and then Charlie interviewing Drew McIntyre while the women just wait in the ring for nine minutes. Yeah. Awesome. Nia and Shayna come out. So the match is Charlotte against Nia Jax. Listen, I'm sorry. Charlotte, Charlotte's junkie. She's junkie. Everything and every one of her matches are her. Just she, she's all she does now is wear yellow, imitate Big Bird. Put her foot high in the air to kick people in the face. And cooperation, cooperation, cooperation. It's like these long, long walks in the park, hugs, chats, where she has to put her head with all her hair in someone else's <laughs> face with a bunch of their hair. And then they like kiss or something for like 30 seconds while they just like they're floating around the ring, not wrestling. What are they doing? They're having okay. a long conversation about the next move. And They're then talking some- about shopping and their periods. Well, that's dumb. So this is, I cannot stand these long chats. Yeah. I you don't see it in any other matches other than Charlotte. Yeah, it is kind of her thing. Ah. And then USA goes dark for a few seconds to censor Charlotte. Um, Great job. But Shayna comes in. Oh, DQ. Waste of time. This was the one match that I did predict a disqualification yes, for. Yes, correct. So. Because I thought, neither of these two can win. This doesn't make any this match makes no sense. So 
And I was right. It makes no sense. Earlier today, the Hurt Business bullies a white guy. Copy, paste, high five. I think I write that every week. Yeah. It's a little much now. It's enough. Eh. Backstage Angel Garza interview. And he is the world's, we've said this before a million times, Joe, world's worst Lothario. Charlie's like, who's that rose for? And he's like, I will not tell you, Charlie. I do not say words and things. I do not talk about these things, even though I ask everyone out and then hide and run away from my dates. (laughs) What is this gimmick of his? And he was on SmackDown for absolutely no reason. Yeah, that's true. He He was just standing there a lumberjack. He was just like, I'm a lumberjack. Look at me. That's it. So now he's here. And a bunch of jobbers run into him. Truth bangs into him. And then all these other jobbers are chasing Truth for the title. And then the Rose gets smashed on the ground. He tries to give it to Charlie. And it's, you get it? It's limp. And Charlie goes, ew. No, she just didn't want like a Rose that had been broken and fallen apart. But the joke. He wasn't going to. The joke He wasn't going to give her the Rose before. So why would she want it now that it's all jacked up? The point also, is, also he is the rose still. Besides being broken, yeah, yeah. looked perfectly intact. Yeah, and there were a million more petals on the ground yeah, than sure would have ever been on the rose to begin with. Right, but the whole thing is Angel Garza. What a dead end. He is yeah. absolutely nothing. It's so sad. He is talented, and it's like ever since he did that proposal thing on NXT to his wife, yeah. like, and then they made that canon. And then all of a sudden he goes to Ron. He wants to date everyone, but he's like, "Ah, just kidding." Right. I want to date. Up, oh, up. Oh, I wasn't there on time. Like, what is the? Is he gay? No, no. because we saw him propose to his wife. So, so there's no. Well, there's no way. To, first of all, just because you saw him propose to a woman doesn't mean that he's not gay. Understood. Second of all, I don't think that's the story. My problem is there is no story. Yes, there's no story. That's correct. So that's it. Now we have a SmackDown recap. What are we doing? Fill in time. Why is there a SmackDown recap? What was it about anyway? Wasn't this the Big E? Yeah, Big the, E. The Big Thank E you. championship. Thing Big E is uh, winning the Intercontinental Championship. And then we're like, congratulations, Big E from Raw. We hate you, Fox or whatever. It's- I think it was just because the New Day were coming up next, I guess. That's all. Why? Well, no. Why couldn't... The other the members of the New Day be on SmackDown to celebrate. Because anyway, said it was unfair, or, or just celebrate with them. I'm just yeah. saying, or have that Biggie here. To, you know, I don't know. It's dumb. But New Day and the Hardy Bros are backstage, Ugh. and they're talking about SmackDown. So stop talking about SmackDown. Listen, I'm not going to describe the segment. Let me just tell you that Riddle's on a lot of drugs, mm-hmm. and Vince thinks this is the funniest thing of all time. Great. New Day and Hardy Bros against the Hurt Business. Before the match, Lashley says he's declaring himself into the Rumble. That's not how that's not how that works. Remember when it used to be I declare I declare my spot in the in the twenty twenty Royal Rumble. It used to be like that. Whatever. It's a match. Hey, guess what? As soon as I think it's going to be a different ending, Hurt Lock on Jeff Hardy. Copy paste high five again. Her business wins. Beating Lashley is absolutely impossible, which is fine. But putting the hurt lock on Hardy for like three weeks in a row, right? How many times is this gonna gonna tap out? Does that just mean Hardy's gonna win the belt from him at some point? No, it means Riddle's gonna win the belt from him at some point. Well, that <clears throat> doesn't make sense, does it? No, no. Um, Riddle gets a cheap shot in and then runs away. Way to be a face. 
Yeah. They're like, oh, look, oh, look, he kicked Lashley. Ha, 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 that's so funny. He hit him with his knee. Oh, that's so hilarious. That's how he's going to get a title shot. Yeah. <coughs> okay. <coughs> More tasty, delicious beverage. Thank you. I ran out of Samurai Cola. So, um, Morrison and Miz are sad. And they're sitting on the steps all crying about stuff. Adam Pierce comes in. And he says... Miz, you were right. And he has the briefcase. He says, Morrison was never allowed to cash in your contract. You had to do it. So, as much as I don't want to, here's your briefcase back. And then Miz and Morrison do the happy dance that makes me want to punch them both in the face. Yeah. Why did it take Adam Pierce as long as it did to reverse the decision about the briefcase? Uh, it didn't. Miz just asked for it last week on Raw. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, he just asked. So, so. it took a week. Yeah. It shouldn't have taken a week. No. No. Well, not, maybe it was two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> and I wrote, I have no doubt Miz will waste the cash in next oh, week. Oh, I hope he wastes that. I, I wish he could have wasted it tonight. Like on Alexa Bliss or something. Yeah. That oh, speaking of which, main event, Alexa Bliss comes out with a weird headset on. What was yeah. the, like, was there any reason for that? Oh, she hands needed her free. hands free. Yeah. Mm. She the last week same wow. she had her hands free okay. when she was on the swing. Excuse me. Swing uh, at yes. a ring. That's my favorite match. Um so Tom says Alexa Bliss invited Alexa. Nope, <laughs> nope, nope. Randy Orton comes out. First thing Orton says, "Where is he?" And Bliss says, "He's not here. This is about me." She grabs a present and opens it in the ring. Is that how presents work? Yeah, it was weird. I don't know why she didn't have him open it. I don't know. They're, Orton's like, my character wouldn't open a present. It's that's probably true. Well, then he could have refused, and then she could have opened it. Yeah. It's, oh, of course. She has a gas can for, for Orton, gives it to him, and challenges him. She's like, okay, set me on fire. And he's like, what? And she lies down on the mat, and Orton refuses. So she's like, here, I'll help. And she pours a gas trail for him. Goes lays in that. And he's like, no. Now she makes a gas circle. What would that have done? I I made a better I was visual. For like a pentagram or something. Yeah. <clears throat> but he's like, no. So she tries to goad him and says he's a little B word. And I'm like, is that his trigger, the B word? And no, he won't do it. So she pours gas all over her head, which is obviously all this time it's water, right. but whatever, we'll pretend it's gas. So she's drenched in gasoline. And Orton's like, what? You don't think I would do it? I, I would do it. But listen, you want to see you want to see the fiend? Okay. Uh, maybe I will do it. Or maybe I won't do it. <laughs> and the lights go out and the lights come on. And Orton's just about to set her on fire. And the show cuts off. Yeah. <clears throat> now, wait, what? Yeah. Just ends with you him can't- holding a lit match. You can't end the show like that when it's not a, like if it's Game of Thrones, then next week, guess what happens? On next episode, you start at that moment. Right. This is raw. A week has passed. Other people have been in the building. (laughs) They have to shoot SmackDown. So Uh, we need to check Alexa Bliss's account to see if she's tweeting from it. My fear was that they just did this and they... <clears throat> made it a big cliffhanger because 
they're going to show on .com or whatever that Pat Buck and his friends came out and said, no, you cannot set a woman on fire, only a man on it Sundays. It would have been nice for Corey or Byron or Tom to like it's go not Corey, in there. It's and Samoa get- Joe, but yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know who's who anymore. But for one of them to run in yeah. and, and maybe intercede. Also, when, you you, when you're when you're trying to light someone on fire and you do a trail of gas, yeah. you don't do it from, like, one, the person with the match to the person who wants to be lit on fire. Oh, I know. You do the trail away from the person yes. who has the match <clears throat> so that they also don't get caught on fire. Yeah. So, but just none of this is right. But the point is... There has to be a disappointing end to this. Yes. There's no way that it, it works out well. Wow. So that's that. That was weird. That was that. Raw. Raw was decent. I liked it. It wasn't wonderful. I think the other two shows of the week were better, but it, was, it wasn't it was the worst. No. But it ended all. like a turd. It was weird. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. That was Sorry. a very, very bizarre ending. I don't really appreciate that ending like at all. Um, you know, I like, they don't do cliffhangers a lot. Yeah. So I, there's a I, reason for that. I know. I Because again, you can't in wrestling. Never mind. I won't finish my thought. Go ahead. No, please. I already forgot it. No. Go ahead. I appreciate the attempt, but you can't do, right. but like what you said, you can't do that kind of a cliffhanger. So I don't know if it's one of those things that you have to tune into their YouTube channel or something yeah. after to figure out what happened. Yeah. Or if Alexa Bliss is going <clears> to <throat> explain any of it in a tweet or something stupid like that. I don't know. Probably. But I don't know. I don't know if I'm looking forward to this Legends Raw at all. It sounds like it's going to be just miserable. I don't have any interest in it. But back in the... In the if you listen in the past... I did have interest in shows like that. And I was like, okay, that could be fun. Now that I know it's just some ratings bullcrap trick from WWE to make USA happy. I'm interested in in seeing who's in good enough shape to maybe show up at the Rumble. Yeah. But then that's like when, oh, that I hate. That's like when they had the Legends Roll right before the Rumble last time. And they had all the women return. And then, like, in the Rumble, they're just there and we're like, oh, yeah, we just saw you last yeah. week. That's, That's right. True. They did that a few years ago. Yeah. And it was just like, pfft. wow. I think that was the year that Lita was, like, in the corner, ghost kicking oh, everybody. Oh, yeah. That's just right. Just embarrassing match. That was bad. Yeah. And, and Maria wouldn't bump. And... Has she ever, though? No. But, like, nobody would bump. Everyone would put someone carefully on the apron and then they yeah. hop to the floor no more of that if you can't bump to the floor don't be in the match please please don't be in the match yeah i, I don't need any dainty divas from the past that like their claim to fame was brought like what's her name candace michelle <clears throat> claim to fame bra and panties matches and things like that right. that can't even bump to the floor that have to be set on the apron and then pushed to the floor yeah no thank you we're, we're so far past that. We don't need to go backwards. But then that makes it really difficult for a women's match with women legends because the men, the matches have been the same. Yeah. The same kind of bumps and stuff forever, but the women's, it's drastically changed. So it's a yes. new 
genre of women who can take yeah, those bumps. I guess. Yeah, right. I just I don't know. I don't know. Just something. But anyway, that's your uh, that's your raw. That's your show. That's your everything. Anything else we have to talk about? No. I don't think so. All right. Well, like I said, Happy New Year, everybody. It's the New Year times. And um, if you want to help us with the new, if you want to get a jump on 2021 when we're going yes. to do the new computer fund, smartwrestlingfan.com. Click on the PayPal link at the bottom and donate whatever amount you want. And it's your choice. And then we'll try and get a new computer. I don't know. I'm, I have no idea how much they are. I don't either. I haven't gonna, looked in a while. I'm going to guess somewhere around $2,000. I'm going to guess somewhere around 2000 to 2500 Okay. Maybe 3000 at the most. But we'll see. But the point is, if you want to get a jump on that and help the show, you can do that. I'm so excited if about us like. hitting episode 1000 in 2021. Uh, I know. <sighs> I'm sorry. Maths. Maths! How they work. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else? No, that's it. Okay. I believe that's our program, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year. And we'll see you in 2021. Until next time, bye, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>